0: See, unlike you, I'm not really good at tech. (laughs) I've kind of trialed and errored my way through this. Uh, I usually just error a bunch, and then eventually someone comes around and is like, hey, you should stop doing that, and then I learn. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, yeah, good idea. Maybe I should stop doing that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I haven't figured out how to put my camera in two places at once on my computer um so no, i have it no on my deal. software that streams <laughs> and you won't see me so sorry about that no, that's that's quite all right um yeah I do think you think we're live we were uh kind of talking about your life <laughs> your previous life your previous uh you used to have a podcast and you used to do a bunch of like, yeah. stuff in the tech industry and i guess you still do um but For i sure. kind of always like to start whenever i have a new guest on my stream just to like hear their like testimony like just oh, your sure, life man. story and just how you encounter christ and what your life's like now following that
1: yeah that's cool i haven't talked about that in a while actually well yeah. that's not true talked about it on Saturday to the pastor I was meeting. So I'm I going to a new church now. It's <laughs> so never mind. Uh, it, 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 never, it didn't get very deep it's there. So so. It's <laughs> a whole
0: two days. it a whole two days. It was, bro... <laughs> you know, these, these days, everyone's always asking. Uh,
1: it, was, uh, it was very brief uh, with them, because we talked about a lot of stuff. I had a lot of questions. But um, anyway, yeah, so um, I grew up in uh, a Reformed Presbyterian church. Actually, it was in the PC denomination. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in that for just a solid 18 years. We rarely ever missed a Sunday. And that's pretty much all it was. Like, There wasn't like a lot of home stuff that we did. I mean, I remember like brief memories of like, hey, let's memorize something. Like, I don't know why we remember it. Probably, probably for Sunday school or something like that. But <laughs> it was mostly just like, a, it's Sunday, we go to church. Like, okay. yeah. uh, my dad is an elder in, the, in that church, still is. Uh, well... He was an elder in the first church we were at, and then he. There was a church plant in my hometown, so we moved. to that that church, he's an elder there, still an elder there. Um, but like outside of the church, like we didn't really do much churchy stuff, uh, if you want to call it that, um, <laughs> which is fine. I learned a lot. Um, I remember a memory of like I had so in my dad's church, maybe in the entirety of the PCA, um, in order to. Take communion as a child. I say child, like a 13, 14 year old. Um, you have to go through a class so you become a member of the church of that specific denomination, I mean. And then you have to, once you go through this class, you sit in front of all of these really old guys that look really smart and they have to <laughs> ask you questions. <laughs> it's extremely intimidating. And, yeah. and I don't think they, they don't mean it to be, but it just is. Um, and so I did that. And uh, I remember answering questions and like all kinds of stuff. Like, they're you know based on they're all like theological questions like one's like like what is the what is the what is the trinity i'd like talk about the trinity they didn't ask for me, like I, they're not looking for a phd dissertation on the trinity or anything they're just like i <laughs> said i said you, know, yeah, I said the you boss, must have the, the perfect Holy <laughs> yeah. Explanation yeah, I just the named Trinity that, that, that I nobody name, has i, did, I just <laughs> named the godhead and i'm like that's good um but yeah i did that um so i was i grew up there um i really took it seriously for at all um, I think that's pretty typical, yeah. especially people growing up in the church. Um, went off to college, like high school was just an like utter mess. Like it was a crazy time. Uh, again, like I really had no cares at all about the faith. Um, I was just being a teenager, just trying to do teenager stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, went to college, same thing, no care. Doing a lot of. I didn't drink too much. I didn't like the party, but I uh, smoked a lot of pot. Like, got a lot of pot and uh like, that was my thing and just like just with people that just d- had no desire to know god um yeah. but i went to a private christian college too which is really strange <laughs> looking back on that um <laughs> i mean i even i even almost got i almost got, i was, i did get busted for for having pot in my, in my dorm room once um but i didn't actually end up getting kicked out of school for it someone else did which is serendipitous um huge story that i'm um, not going to go into because it's a long one, it's already, it's already a long testimony. Um, so then uh, like, I ended up going to the summer, I ended up like, it, it kind of like shook me a little bit, you know, um, and uh, so I spent a lot of time after that like, in my Bible, there was a couple of empty dorm rooms in the first floor of the dorm. They are like, they made temporary dorm rooms because they like, didn't have enough space, but then like kids left. And so they're just empty dorm rooms now. And so I was like, I would like lock myself in one of these dorm rooms and read, read the Bible because I couldn't do it in my own dorm room. because it was. You know, my my friends were in there playing video games. And I couldn't think straight, so um, so I just would sit there and read the Bible. I, mean, I don't know how much I read. I read a lot of the Bible back then. Uh, I ended up working at a Christian summer camp. Great experience, a lot of like a lot of strong Christians there that I got to like I got to I got to experience what it like what it was like to live in a strictly Christian community, and that was really cool. Um, yeah,
0: I'm always jealous uh, that. But,
1: yeah. and then uh after that i ended up like got married um i ended up actually getting into a little bit of the like the new age cult stuff after that again which is sounds weird because like at what point in my life was i saved there's like multiple situations in my life where it's like it could be any of these times i have no idea um yeah. but yeah i ended up getting into the cult but what was interesting to me about interesting about this is that i never like I never thought I was denouncing Christianity or or, or or denouncing Christ. I never thought I was doing that. Um, I was just like like I like having crystals. I was playing around with stuff, just seeing where seeing what was what was possible, what was going on. Um, and uh, there's a really cool story with this too. There's one day I was using this pendulum. So like I don't know if your viewers know anything about this. Don't do it. It's stupid. But uh, I just this pendulum I had. <laughs> And it's a—they uh, have a name for it. I can't remember what the name of the, the the practice is, but it's like you hold this pendulum, like usually over a piece of paper. You can have, you have like yes, no, maybe like answers on it. It's kind of like a Ouija yeah. board, but with a crystal. Yeah. Um, you just I understand? It it's up. like a you string.
0: Have, it's like a string with a crystal attached to it. And it yeah, moves. yeah.
1: Or anything. You could be like you could put like, a rock on it. Like, and it like spins in certain
0: ways, or it goes back and forth. It, it'll in it'll rock back and forth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so I'd ask you questions, and it would answer questions. And then one day, I like I have no idea why I decided to ask this question. But I remember I'm, I asked it. I said, is Jesus the Christ Lord? And it wouldn't answer the question. Like it wouldn't really? move.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm like, like it always is moving. But at that point, it just stopped moving. It would not move. I was like, at that point, I put that down. And touched <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah. freaking At that uh, point, you
0: got the only true answer. It
1: would. <laughs> yeah, probably. A not answer like, is the only I'm true answer. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm not answering that uh, and then it took me like another year or so it'll be like till uh, i was actually at work right so i was at work watching a bunch of videos about the rapture and i was like oh dang if that's real i'm not missing it because i'm not living my life right and then, like, that was, my, that was my, my thought process back then um that's what kind of kicked off me being really serious about my faith um yeah. and so like, i went through i was uh in the interme- indef- independent fundamental baptist crowd for years uh, and now I'm back in the Reformed Presbyterian lifestyle. Um, just feels right to me, and uh, started, that, you know, started out um, trying to. Have... The reason why I started this project is because I wanted to see this stuff on, on Instagram myself. So, uh, but yeah, like I had no like really good point in my life where like this is the day. Um, it could have been when I was twelve. It could have been when I was you know almost out of school for 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 smoking weed, or it could have been whenever I was scared about missing the rapture. uh, So (laughs) who knows, but now I take it seriously. And and since that point, it's been very serious. It's been a very uh, important part of my life. I spent a lot of time um, just trying to learn and understand and just, uh, it's been a ride. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm always jealous of that. I'm actually jealous of, I feel like everyone's almost the opposite. It's like grass is greener concept where I had, like, a whole – my whole life was I was a non-believer. I was such a degenerate piece of crap. And then I, like, radically encountered Christ, radically transformed. My whole life is totally different. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of pros and cons to that. But I kind of look at people who are, like, born and raised, like, Christians. And they went through, like, Christian summer camp. And they grew up singing the songs and, and you know – sunday school <laughs> eating the juice boxes together or whatever and like fellowshipping with christians and that's like that quote-unquote boring life and some christians that i talk to that have that life they wish they were at my experience like a very radical encounter like that. a very like moment they can pinpoint where they're like it was undeniably true to me um and i just feel like when you're on one side or the other you kind of wish you were <laughs> <laughs> on the other side, I wish my whole life was spent in the presence of God, you know, not looking yeah. back and saying, man, at like 28 years, I was so alone and empty and abandoned and, you know, life was meaningless or whatever. Um, and the I flip think side is, is true too, where people are just like, you kind of almost feel lukewarm because you feel like you're just in his presence all the time. You almost mm-hmm. want to know or certain sometimes, or you want to like yeah. have that radical encounter that some people have, you know? I feel like
1: your desire is a better desire because you know how different life is and how different life would have been if you were always a part of a part of the church. And I think that's a, a very noble thing to like wish to have have had. Of course everyone's path is different, but um i get that i don't i don't really get the other side of it though like i'm in i am technically on the other side but i don't like (laughs) i don't wish i had like a terrible upbringing and then like i was addicted to like crack cocaine and then like (laughs) fell into a water hole and ended up being saved Like, i don't want i don't want that at all um like my father-in-law was like i just always always been like, I've always believed, it's like he he wishes he had. It. He's like I hear these cool stories of people who are like they the drugs, and now they're out there like in prisons and saving people. I'm like, but you don't have to, you don't have to. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. For me, yeah. I think the the other side is kind of like it's almost like they're almost still a bit too self centered. Like they want to have a cool story so they can tell a cool story.
0: Yeah,
1: that's just my perspective from a guy who's on the other side. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. I you know, that's it. That is a very like me, like, like I want <laughs> either way, both yeah. sides. It's still, it's like even me, even me saying that, like I wanted yeah. to have a good, comfortable life, <laughs> a good safe life, you know? Um, yeah, it is like a very like ego minded thing.
1: Oh, what's good now though the... is that, you know, as you grow out, like having kids or not, but you can, You can train them up in the nurture and mission of the Lord. They can have that life.
0: Yeah, and break the generational curses. Like, break the sins of the Father and, like, you know, end up undoing whatever happened in your ancestral line (laughs) that led that, that led everyone away from God's presence. And then you can be the one that brings everyone going forward back.
1: Yeah, you can get, you break that chain and be grafted back into the branch. Yeah. And then, like... Because I, I, that's something new for me, is this whole uh, idea of believers and their children, um, like, households kind of thing. Because, like I, like I said, after I started taking that faith seriously, I was in the intimate, Independent Fundamental Baptist group for a while. And that's very much an individualistic faith. It's like, you get saved, you gotta get saved. Your kid, he's a sinner, he can't, he's hes a sinner until he gets saved himself. And like, I was like, oh, that makes sense, like, cool. Uh, <laughs> And then now I, I actually like looked into the subject and, like the bible talks a lot about like it's all about households like it's so and so in their house like joshua says as for me and my house we will serve yeah. the lord like he's a he follows he's a believer he you know he was looking forward to christ and him and his house are going to follow the lord in the new testament there's a lot of examples of like oh such so-and-so dude got baptized or got went listened to the po- apostle preach he got saved and then him and his household got baptized uh it's like so i used to believe i used to be like so so long believer baptism like you gotta you gotta confess like, i actually actually got re-baptized which i kind of regret doing because i didn't understand fully i was baptized as a child as an infant which is a valid baptism now that i understand some things yeah but then I, I, I that That's night, a big I debate, though. I know, that. you know
0: that's a big debate. Oh, of course. Oh, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not to a, right. half my viewers just got mad at you right now. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, you know what, you know what I've learned when it comes to
1: posts, when it comes to posts, you gotta make people mad, right? Yeah. yeah. If you're not, if you're Absolutely. not, gonna, if you don't Absolutely. stick your foot in the sand and and piss some people off, like they're you're you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a lukewarm post. Like,
0: exactly. And yeah. there's
1: things I say. Exactly. I'm like, I'm gonna say this because this is what the Bible looks like. it's saying. And people get really mad yeah like some of my most popular posts are like people like yell at me in the comments section saying i'm a so stupid idiot for saying that yeah. i'm like look guy I, I just like there was literally one post i literally like like quoted the bible verbatim <laughs> like right, i just said yeah. it like i just like i just put it like a little bit more like, and like how, how i would say you, it like, sir. Like, like it literally says that in the bible like like look at this like, <laughs> yeah i had this <laughs> i'm off topic now but i had this one lady message me i think it was a lady she's message me on instagram she's like what was it it was like uh she said something along the lines of oh you keep talking about um like it was like kingdom work or something it was like uh, on, i gotta find it because i need to look at up. but she was talking she was really mad she goes hey uh like like you're talking about like going out and doing and conquering and all like you know spiritually conquering of course and she's like she's like where is the verse that says this I literally sent her like two like little quotes from Jesus, like, "Go and baptize the nations and convert them into Christianity." It's like, "Yeah, what do you what do you mean, lady? Like, it literally says this in the Bible. It's just, like, I'm not I'm not making stuff up." So, uh, <laughs> I think sometimes the division comes from like lack of lack of reading the Bible, but, yeah. like, yeah, like I'm like it's in there, like I I know it's there, uh, and I think another part is like I don't necessarily – the bible memorized but i know how to find things in the bible like get a good get a good bottle you can search things in yeah so like if you have like a like i'm like i know this word is in this verse i i'm looking for like where is this verse i can find it again um and so but yeah like i know (laughs) i did say like the baptism thing yeah it's very divisive topic uh it's it's i think it's fine like it's i'm convinced of i was convinced one way and i'm convinced the other way in yeah. a year from now or 10 years from now if it's back the other way Probably, maybe I could be like I don't know right. my, I'm, not, I'm not like there are some things that aren't uh, that I won't break fellowship over because of like like if someone can literally say with their voice Jesus is Lord Jesus Christ is Lord like that's that's like the bare minimum yeah. like, that's actually like a, a, a big bare minimum yeah um, no, yeah. the Bible talks about there's a verse in that it says, it says something along the lines of no man can no man can say jesus is lord except by the holy spirit like it's impossible for anyone without the spirit to say that and so it's a big deal um and that's like the base like yeah we can't have differences on theology i can think if yeah. baptism is a valid valid baptism and the other half people that listen to your show probably don't and that's quite okay um <laughs> but, but no yeah we have to Absolutely. there has to be some understanding of like we can have differences in our understanding of what the bible says but in some things um uh, and baptism is one of them like can you be the first to be baptized as a believer like after like as after they confess they believe of course and i think like in your case example like you didn't grow up in a church how could you have ever been baptized like you need to be saved before you can be baptized because like, you're like yep. a grown adult you can rationalize and understand so you have to be uh with the infant thing like they can't rationalize or understand, but it's, the baptisms happening because they are in the covenant of God. God's a new covenant, or as commonly referred to, the New Testament. Um, and there's just a lot of things like that that I've I've recently relearned. Um, but again, I know a lot, a lot of people out there aren't, uh, like, are a reformed Presbyterian, so it's a little different for me, I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so many good points there. That's um. I mean, even that. It's like when you were saying, like, I'm Presbyterian. I'm like, I gotta be honest. I don't even really know what Presbyterians are. <laughs> like, I, I know you're you. Protestant. Like, I know it's yeah. it's Like, I kind of have an idea, but let it's me, like me, I actually me... don't even need to know because I know like you're a Christian. Oh
1: yeah, like, yeah, I get I like my homies.
0: I get in debates with my homies because I fellowship with everyone—Orthodox, Catholic, all all sorts of Protestants. You know, no, me too, man. And for yep. me, it's like the, exactly what you said. Like if you're just truly living, like you're try, you're seeking to know Christ and be a servant of God and a builder of his kingdom, and right, you're willing to profess like he is my Lord and Savior, you know? I understand the gospel. I, I believe in him. <laughs> I've given my life over to him. I could care less what church you go to on Sunday. And <laughs> that might be because I wasn't born and raised in one or the other or whatever. But like to me, it's more like we're brothers and sisters or cousins, you know, and there's a common enemy and we have a common savior. (laughs) We should have a common spirit as well. And yeah, we might like sing differently or dress differently or worship differently. But at the end of the day, like we have one Lord and savior. And if you're on that team, you're on my team, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I, so I get in these debates where some people are like, but that denomination does this one thing. And it's like, Sometimes there's lines that get crossed, and a lot of times it's that. It's that, like, secondary issue thing that's like, I don't think the church should be divided over if you baptize a baby
1: or not. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, I think we can, we can divide little, on it. Like, yeah. we, we can have, like, different denominations do different things. Like, if they're convicted yeah, the, of one way, then so be it. That's a good like, point, I think yeah. about, How I think mm-hmm. about is oh, oh, these these trad Catholic bros really get, me, get on my nerves sometimes. They're like I love and hate
0: them, man. I love love them.
1: I I I love them, them. but
0: yeah, they do get annoying. Ortho bros, too. I love my ortho bros, but man, can they get annoying A good
1: friend of mine converted to Orthodox Christianity a year ago, and this dude's really smart, and he thinks, he like really thinking about the Orthodox, he's like, he's like putting this together, he's like, I'm like talking to him over an app called Marco Polo. I'm like, I'm like, dude, we haven't talked to in like a long time. I'm like, what's up? He's like, yeah, I'm Orthodox Christian now. I'm like, oh, that's wild, man. Tell me about it, because yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like that's that's cool. Like, as he used to be uh, in some non-denominational church, he was a youth youth pastor there, and he's just like, just, something was weird. And I was like, hey, man, like we're the we're the body of Christ, yeah. right? And yeah. the body talks about not everyone's an arm, not everyone's a leg or an eye or a brain or whatever, right? Like, and I think that is true for individuals but I think it's also true for the congregations like different denominations different uh groups of christians are different parts of christ's body and so we just have we just have focus on different things and we we are convicted of different things that are secondary issues like they're not gonna make a break it wouldn't make a break break fellowship with me now there are some denominations that are extremely strict and they will break fellowship over that i understand that um i recently started going to a church the reason why i was talking to a pastor recently was because i'm going to a new church because so i was going to another church before this uh for a few months because i've been looking for a church um where close to where i live which is nothing really really close close to me so i have to drive a little bit um, and the last one i was at like they actually kicked somebody out of their congregation because they they were believed that you could only be baptized if you're a confessing believer i was like that's just not it's just not right like you can't just kick somebody out for that and so i was like this isn't i'm not going to stay here because that's way too that's too divisive like they're still they're still brothers and sisters in christ like why are you kicking them out for but um yeah i think every denomination has a purpose uh, in the body of christ i have no problem like the trad catholic boys they're always dissing on protestants um they don't no. understand that point. Yeah, yeah. They don't yeah, get, get it. it. <laughs> like, do I do I think that they're right? I don't. I think they're wrong. <laughs> I, think, I think Catholicism is not the right way to go about it. But I think there there are still plenty of Christians in Catholicism. And there are still plenty yeah. of, I think, like Orthodox Church. There's plenty of Christians in there. Are people just in there going through the motions? Probably. That's yeah. everywhere. Um, but like thinking that like a non-denominational church or a Presbyterian church or a Lutheran church is better than each other. I guess it's kind of silly. I think we had different purposes.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm in like, I'm so I'm in I'm in Tennessee where everyone is Protestant. <laughs> and there's little nice, tiny packed pockets of like, there's a couple Orthodox churches, you know, there's a couple Catholic mm-hmm. churches. And so what it turns into is a giant, like bashing, every like bashing like if you're a protestant it's like you just bash catholics like oh it's just this fake church and it's all corrupt and evil and you know and the same thing with orthodox like oh it's just so goofy and silly and
1: but then it's the flip side i have friends that are like has uh... problems but the people inside might be might be fine
0: right and like like you were saying like i know all like a, a lot of catholics that i would consider christians brothers that
1: i would die for
0: you know what i mean and yeah, we believe some different things and we do some different things or whatever. But there's also, I mean, I'm self-aware enough to know that there's a lot of Protestants that are idiots, <laughs> lukewarm, or just non-believers. And they call themselves, they strap the clothes on and they go on Sunday and they go through the motions and they don't, you know, and you can point to like the, you know, like the lesbian trans pastors. That doesn't really happen Damn. in the Catholic and Orthodox Church. It happens in a wish. Would i would say that <laughs> you know like and those that is are the a churches bad sign, that but also like the, the catholics are will, not well they'll Lord point to us and Christ say Christ. look at how weak your faith is right and then we'll point to them and say well you guys just go through motions and you don't really read the bible and so it turns yeah. into this finger pointing of like you, you 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 but instead it should be like us 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 we are the big c church like we are god's church and yeah like you're saying beautifully like there's divisions and that's for a reason And it just needs to stop being like this fighting and negativity and criticism and condemnation and just really realize we have a common enemy here (laughs) and it's not each other, you know? It's not the other gang, (laughs) quote-unquote.
1: Yeah, The little gang wars that are in
0: between churches.
1: There's this thing called the ecumenical movement, which I disagree with wholeheartedly. And where it's like, I think uh, the Church of Rome, Catholicism, is the spearheader of it. But, um... The whole idea is like let's let's unite the religions. That's like okay, there's one thing to unite across Christians because we're Christians. There's nothing to unite across everybody else. Right. Um, That's a that's a problem. What is uniting? What? (laughs) Yeah. Like what
0: is the common thing that's uniting? Is it Christ or is it just like quote unquote faith or quote unquote feelings? (laughs)
1: i think a lot of the people that diss on like catholicism for example is because they only really see the people at the top of the chain right so like they see the the pope and he's like there are many ways to christ to jesus to heaven we're like that's wrong (laughs) that's terribly wrong what are you talking about like christ is the only way um and it's like look at you like that that sounds absolutely silly why would he ever say that yeah he's wrong but like does that mean that i don't know my dentist, who is Catholic, isn't a Christian? No, I'm very, I'm very persuaded he is, because I just, I, he, he used to have I was study with my father-in-law a lot. Like, they do that, they used to do it all the time. Like, I'm very convinced of his, that he is a saved person, uh, but he's still in the Catholic church. Okay, like, that doesn't mean, like, the local parish is corrupt. Yeah. It's just like, it's a, it's a very big organization. So at yeah. the top, they're corrupt, for sure. And I think that's how, if anything it's big enough, that becomes an issue like one of the questions i asked the pastor when i would met with him on saturday is to, again it's a pca church um and it's, a, it's i think one of the largest pca church one of the largest presbyterian churches in the country um and i said like i'm a part of all these i'm part of a, a various reformed and presbyterian groups where they talk about things and they post things and there's a lot people are concerned about this increasing liberalism in the, in the in the PCA. And I was like, what are your thoughts on this? Cause like, I know him as a pastor, he has to go to these big assemblies, the whole general assemblies. And, yeah. uh, he said that, you know, whenever, I think this is a telling for a topic is like, whenever a, a denomination gets to the size of the PCA is, there's always going to be some wing nut or left or like nut right. job out there. Yeah. Who's going to try and do things that are weird. Um, and he says does is the majority of the denomination that way by no means um and he said even then what what matters more is again this is in the presbyterian uh, the pca church is that like the local presbytery is so important if the local presbytery yeah. is corrupt that's a problem because that's like it's a legitimate immediate section and it's anything with catholicism like yeah that the system is very much corrupt but like the local parishes i'm sure most of them aren't all right they're just doing what they feel is the right way to do things uh or what they're what they're convicted of is the right way to do things um so i, I don't have a problem with catholics i have a problem with catholicism as a large institution i should say but that's like splitting the hairs, I guess. At this point, <laughs> yeah.
0: What an interesting discussion with a Catholic friend, and was similar kind of talking points, right? Because I'm not a Catholic; he's a Catholic. Obviously, this conversation kind of happens between us. But I was saying, like, it's a man-made institution at the end of the day. And yeah, it was made by Peter originally, right? The Rock, we get it. But Allegedly. also, Peter wasn't perfect.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Peter was a man right and peter also failed a lot (laughs) you know peter had a very big redemption arc of a lot of failure you know a lot of falling short and a lot of being rebuked by christ you know so if they're gonna like prop up their church as like the reason we're so good and perfect and we're the one true church is because peter established it it's like so (laughs) a fallen man you know a man like I get it. I'm not dissing Peter at all. Like, dude, Peter's my boy. You know, Peter's amazing. Know. You know, I relate to him a lot because I also fall short. I also am not perfect. I also need to be corrected by Jesus often, right? Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, it's not like some God made the church. I mean, God made the big C church, but in, in the Catholic thing, it's man made. And then everything that have, you know broke off from that church, every church that we belong to, it's all man made. It's all it's, it's all imperfect right and that's the point of church is we understand we're sinners we understand we're broken and we go to a church to found to help us grow in our faith right become more christ-like because we do recognize we are not perfect <laughs> we do realize exactly. we need a savior we do realize we, we can't do it alone that's why you go to a church a collective of believers right And like Christ said, like when you go to a hospital, you're not going to find healthy people there, you know, perfect people there. You're going to find sick people who are looking to be healed. And you go to any church, any denomination, you're going to find a collection of people who are seeking salvation, right? Who are seeking to be Mm -hmm. Christ-like. So this idea that like there is one true church and we've got all the answers and everything's correct and it's like... I'm going to go out on a limb and say you don't
1: <laughs> logic and, just, claiming, just, claiming scripture that and so. just
0: general basic logic tells, tells me that you don't have it all figured out, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I love encountering people like you who just like get it, <laughs> who get it and then are willing to like go out and put, put it out there. Like be bold, yeah. be active and proactive, like on the internet in front of everyone willing to take those slings and arrows from people in the comment section
1: yeah it's, it's halfway halfway taking it because no one knows who i am
0: <laughs> but st- i mean but yeah still. yeah i
1: still I mean, have to deal with it
0: yeah but yeah no still i mean and it still is I your time that. and energy resources invested there are
1: people in uh in a small group i'm part of the membership they know some of them know who i am um uh, but yeah, the yeah. general audience of instagram has no idea who i am which is fine I don't want it to be about me, so, um, uh, that doesn't mean I won't ever, like, make myself known or, like, I nah, probably not, um, I probably will someday, just whenever the time's right, you know, um, uh, but you mentioned, like, being out there, being bold, taking shots, um, when my first son was born, I had a real fire under me to, like, do something and build something, and I tried a lot of things that failed. No, granted, I've been trying a lot of things since I was, like, 16. I'm 34. And they've all failed. <laughs> so, like, I'm still working <laughs> on getting something to not fail. But, like, I'm really just trying. I'm like, I need to, like, I want to build something. I'm, like, this is, this is my son. i got to pass something on. Like, I want to build something that, like, he could be like, wow, my dad did that. That's crazy. Or, like, wow, that's his optic or whatever. Um, so, I did a bunch of stuff. And then I was inside of a... Everyone knows the well. Most people who I talk to know the account, Trad West. Um, yeah. I was a part of his he had like a men's group brotherhood thing. I joined that for a while, and so I talked to I still talk to him occasionally actually. And we're just we're just talking. I was in like his like elite group, so I was like, I'm just gonna give you a bunch of money and just like talk to you. So I'm curious what what the heck you like. How would you have this big Instagram account for like talking about trad stuff? Um, and I was talking to him one day. And I was, oh, sorry, I was helping somebody out with something. I was like, just talking about whatever. And he comes to me and says, what you just did there would make a great Instagram account. I said, okay, cool. I was like, I've always been making stuff, so I I can try it again. And uh, I actually made this account, Stoic Christian, in 2016, 2017, but never touched it. And I just made it, and then forgot right. about it. But I, oh, well, like I remembered I had it. Like, I had just the password the saved. Estate. I had all. Of it. Basically, I was like, <laughs> didn't I,
0: elaborate was, any further.
1: <laughs> you no, know, back then I was like, I, I was like into stoicism. I'm like, I, I like I vibe with these guys. Like, they say some tr- pretty good stuff, but like, yeah. but like I was still like, I'm like I'm for sure a Christian though. Like for sure, for sure. <laughs> so like yeah. I was like my the plan originally was like, one in two together and be like where do they meet, but I never did it. Um, and then. He comes to me and he says, uh, track to me and he says, like, you know, make something like, here's how, here's how, here's what I do. These things I'm telling you how to do this. Like you can build an account. Um, a lot of, a lot of hustle, a lot of grind that this early, the first hundred followers are the hardest. It's like, absolutely ridiculous. Um, but he's like, do these things day in, day out. And it's like, if your content's good, people are going to come, people are going to keep coming. I said, okay. So I started making stuff. It was originally about like, uh, Journaling and knowledge acquisition, um, and now it's not. <laughs> I mean, it kind of, like, <laughs> I was say, it's probably shifted a
0: little bit since then. but still kind um, of well, yeah. For,
1: for 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 everyone listening, I do still do that stuff. Like I have courses that are uh, that I sell. People in the in the in the group the group I run, the fellowship, they get all that stuff for free. So like I still make that stuff like, that's still something that I very much like do myself and the people that are in the fellowship want to become better men and stronger men and like intellectually stronger spiritually stronger and so like i'm sharing with them what i've been what i've been doing to make myself better and so i still do that it's just the, the like the face of the account isn't that anymore it's obviously yeah. much more spiritual um but yeah like i started doing that stuff like i was like talking about like journaling and like how to uh you know build knowledge on top of itself and how to like use these systems that, I, I, that i've that i been using for a while um and also like as i change systems i update and like let them know and then i started just posting up i was like well this is the stoic christian so like i'm gonna tell the christian stuff too and then it just kind of never stopped <laughs> like it just, it just kept going i'm like okay i'll just keep doing this um and people started liking it like i but well, like, i just started making things that like i wanted to see on my own personal page like if i was on my personal face scrolling around what did i want to see i wanted to see this stuff so i started yeah. making that stuff yeah uh, i guess people wanted to see it too so it's it's been doing pretty good i'm like i'm thoroughly surprised by how well it does how well it's been doing but um it took a very long time to get there like anyone out there listening that wants to like build something uh like an instagram account they want to like make stuff just just know it's gonna take a long time like i said i've been yeah. i've been creating content online in some form or another since I was about 16 and I'm 34. And like, this is the best Instagram account I've ever made. Um, And other things I've done in the past, like have done okay, Um, just nothing. If I would've kept with some other things, it probably would've would've been fine, but I lost like the, the motivation or the interest for those things failed over time. So what I felt like for me with this account, i am very much focused on my faith i'm constantly learning and trying to be trying to learn more about the faith i can share those things and also at the same time i'm still like the way i'm learning and when i'm like way i'm taking notes and categorizing all this information like i can use that i can use that system to help other people do the same thing and so what i'm doing is something that i like to do i already do it so like if you're out there and you want to make something first like it's gonna suck at first like 100 percent gonna suck Uh, a quote that i like to hear i like to say is from a show called adventure time which i don't watch but i watched it before like a while back but i don't watch it anymore but there's a a a dog in the show and the dog talks to his friend who's a boy named jake he said i'm like jake it's mad because jake can't do something and the dog says you know what jake the first step of being kind of good at something is sucking at something so like be okay with like it not being good because honestly yeah. like no one's gonna see those first things anyway yeah let's be serious um and like yeah, as you you're building that the thing build what you want build what you want to see Build what you want to hear Build what you want to watch like if you're gonna do video make what you want to see Like if you don't like it then no one else is gonna like it either because like you need to be able you need to be into it and like it in order for it to work and then just just be patient like it's that's hardest thing ever like everyone's always looking at numbers all the time yeah it's and used
0: to drive myself crazy with that
1: yeah it's a hard (laughs) lesson to learn and it's gonna take time like nobody should expect to be like a success overnight now some people do become that um and this account like i started posting on this account a year ago oh dang it's been like a year almost i don't know what day it was i started but almost a year ago i started um and so it looks like this count is just like I don't know where just like skyrocketed. But I've like years and years and years of just like trying things and failing. Yeah. And yeah. You know, it's like a good quote from like uh, Thomas Edison. It's like it talks about like how he failed a hundred times making a light bulb. He says, I didn't fail a hundred times, I learned a hundred ways not to make a light bulb. Yeah. Like
0: oh, you yeah. learn that stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the, I yeah, I used to get obsessed with the numbers too, where I think after like 20 episodes or something, your first 10 episodes are going to be trash no matter what, no matter what you do, like you're saying, and you got to learn what not to do, and you got to learn like your voice and what you want to do. And I've spent more than 10 episodes doing that. But I was like, I I, I kept realizing, like, I'd, I'd be like, man, I only have like 20 like listeners and viewers. And then it's like, you know, a couple months later, I'd be like, man, but I like only have like 50 people that watch, you know, and it's like, sure. oh, I only have like a hundred people. And then all of a sudden one day I'm like, I have like 500 people <laughs> and it still is kind of like, man, I should, you kind of get down on yourself. You're like only 500. It's like, well, like look what you just did. You just slowly yeah. built that up. Right? There's and 500 There's is posts. like, yeah, I'm not famous and making money or whatever, but that's a church. <laughs> yeah, that's this. a big like, sized shirt you know
1: if you but think about
0: like, when it's just numbers on a screen it can seem so like yeah oh, it's only that it's only this it's only this it's like or that's 500 souls that i'm potentially helping you know think and it's a big deal even if it's 10 that's a big deal that's 10 people that you can be helping you know inspiring think about motivating. doing what
1: you do this is for anybody out there think about doing what you do so like we say this account has 15,000 followers on it the Instagram account. If I had to stand in front of fifteen thousand people and say these things, yeah, I'd be super nervous. <laughs> a that's stadium? a lot of people. Fifteen thousand yeah. people. <laughs> like Are a college serious?
0: basketball arena. <laughs>
1: holy, yeah. holy crap. Like that's a lot of people. And like and the fact that like you said like, oh, like I only had ten. No, oh, I only got twenty now. It's like, oh that post had three thousand likes. This one got eight hundred. Like oh crappy hundred. Yeah, I'm like only I'm like, dude, yeah. think yeah. think like like a year ago I was getting getting ten likes. And when yeah. I got 20, it was a good day. Yeah. Now I'm getting yeah. 800. And I feel bad about myself. Like it's, it's nonsense. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that post sucked. Everyone liked it. Like it's 800 likes on it. Oh, yeah. 800 people. If I found 800 people that liked anything I did, that's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> but like come over, like, 800 people come and shake your hand saying, good job. It'd be there all day.
0: Yeah. You yeah, know, I mean, it's. And yeah, even just one. I mean, that was a sermon I was listening to today. Is like even just one soul. I was listening to this guy preach about how you know if there's even just he was, he was telling the hack is it called hacksaw ridge story of the Christian in World War II who was a conscientious objector. Sounds really bad. I don't like know. So he he got drafted World War II, but he refused to shoot anyone because he was a Christian. So he said, "I'll be a medic." Like I'll be there in the trenches with guys. I'm just I'm not gonna pull a trigger on a gun. I'm only gonna save people, and he like got court-martialed, and the whole time he's like getting bullied and picked on by. And I'm sure the story's bigger and longer, but this guy summarized it, and that's this is what I'm <laughs> explaining summarizing a summary. But the, you know, long story short is like he ends up saving like 80, 90 people in like the battle of I think it was Okinawa, and you know when they're like storming the the island and J- islands of Japan, and um. The one thing he would do, he would pray every single like moment, like he would save someone and he would stop after and pray, Lord, let me just save one more soul. Let me just save one more of my brothers. And he'd go back onto the battlefield and like either heal them or pull them out into, you know, into a place where they could be healed. And so he would just pray this simple prayer, like, Lord, let me just, let me just save one more. And then he'd go. And so this pastor was saying, like, as a pastor, that should be, I mean, as a Christian, that should be our job every day. Lord, let me just save one, just one. And, you know, we're told time and time again, the Lord rejoices, the heavenly choir sings when even just one soul returns their their Savior, right? Their Father in heaven into his presence. But we kind of get wrapped up in this world of technology of like, I only have eight hundred likes on my post. (laughs) I only have (laughs) it's like, or you know, (laughs) I have a handful of people that reached out and said my testimony like inspired them to become believers. That's That's souls, plural. (laughs) (laughs) And I can um... still, even after that, I'm like, man, that's awesome. Good job. Pat myself on the back. And then, you know, also all praise be to God, truly. But then still, yeah. the next day, I could legitimately wake up and be like, well, I didn't get enough. <laughs> I didn't do enough. Oh, I, I need to be doing more. It's like sometimes that just that of, one
1: is all that matters. And that's what God needs that, from you, needs from us. That reminds me of, of two things. Um, The first being the quote. Or not, it's a, it is a quote. So you, you mentioned in that story, the guy would pray and then he'd go. He'd pray and he'd go. And this is something that i have kind of been pushing in some of the in the groups that i run what we have to be doing we've out and do things yeah. um too long have christian men sat idle and let evil increase it's wow. done you gotta stop it i stop doing that Absolutely. and it's unfortunate unfortunately our generation Not there's two quotes there's a quote from lord of the rings where are H- hot we've heard as H- like toxic gandalf he says, I wish it wouldn't have happened in my time. And Gandalf says, nobody does, but all we can do is deal with, deal with the time we've been given. So like, yeah, it's, we have been handed a very terrible situation and it's only going to get worse if we don't stop it. If we don't stand up and stop it. And Good Christian men have not stood up and stopped it. We've been, there, there has been a, just leave us alone. You can do what you want mentality. Evil will not leave us alone. It will never leave us alone. It will increase and increase until it can overtake us. It has to stop now. And so unfortunately, those of us in our 30s, our 40s, our 20s, are the ones that have to do this now. And it sucks. But if we don't do it, our kids and our grandkids are going to have to deal with something even worse. Yeah. Um, second quote was more directly to the send and go thing. Whereas, I don't know if the exact quote is, but I have basically have my own quote now that is a quote because of this quote. And it said, I go on, on the lines of, we must pray because everything is in is in God's hands. Everything is up to God, but we have to go and do as if everything is up to us. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> I we're, he,
0: we're here to do,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christ literally <laughs> says, "Go." Yeah. Go. Excited. Yeah. Go. Disci- disciple the nations like go and do stuff I'm going about, about to find that verse because that verse is actually really good because people always remember the go and di- make disciples of all nations thing but they forget um, the second part is much more um, specific We're about the about the go uh, New Testament. go forth and make disciples of all nations yeah there's two verses though let me see if I can find it
0: baptizing them in the name we're baptizing them it's all i mean it is an action statement it's not a (laughs) good job (laughs) yeah good job you guys can sit there and just wait
1: wait for death wait for your entrance into eternity okay so matthew 28 19 and 20 it says uh, this is the King James because it's what I use. So, apologies to all y'all who don't like the easy James.
0: Oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. I got to KJV, J- KJV only, bro. Okay. Let's go. You ever see that? You ever see
1: that? Uh, that, that IQ, that IQ meme. <laughs> There's two sides of the yeah, IQ meme. Yeah. Uh, anyway, regardless. Actually, no, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll, i'm yeah, in this yeah. meme and i feel offended <laughs> i don't <laughs> i'm in this meme and i don't like it Okay. No.
1: Honestly. Okay, before, I, start, before I, go on, I don't care about what Bible verse, person anyone uses i'm just convicted of other, i'm convicted of a certain thing yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily the king james uh a thing called the texas receptus if anyone's out there interested go research it um i use a king james because i like it yep. and it uses texas receptus anyway Matthew 8, 28 and 19 says, and 20, I'm going to both verses. So we always hear the first one. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right? People are like, oh, go, go make Christians. But there's another part of this. It says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Like everything. Christ says, go and make them do all of these things. Yeah. And we're sitting by letting people be like, be complete degenerates and like drag queen story hour at at the uh the pc usa church down the street it's terrible also it says and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world so there's some confidence for us too like he is he is our king our savior is literally always with us and he's telling us go out there do stuff (laughs) like make these make these pagans (laughs) observe what i told you to do go make them do it like, he's like go make go do it i'm with you just go do it and we haven't been doing it so
0: yeah we've been failing
1: miserably And I, I'm, I'm like one of my hopes with my with, with my what i've been the project this project i have is like i'm hoping that this is like i'm not here doing i'm hoping that my doing is encouraging others to go and do something too yeah. like does that mean you have to like go into like the jungle of some nicaragua and like cut down some minds and see some aborigine guy tell about jesus no like it might just be like and actually it almost always is get married have children raise them in the admonition and fear are the lord like that's the ba- that's that is like the most important thing and we have to focus also like outside of that like once you had that down like okay my kids are like not not personally but like let's say your kids become teenagers and they're kind of self-sufficient like then what's next Go and, influence your, go and influence your immediate township. Go and influence your school districts. Yep. Like, yep. make them Christian. Let's Extend please tell us your to sphere do. of influence outward. Yeah.
0: Right? Starting with your wife, and, then your children, then your church, then your community. Like, keep expanding yeah. that, that sphere of influence and that leadership a, role you have over everyone around you.
1: There's an interesting quote from a book I read. And I can get that book from fairly quickly because I have it in my knowledge system. Um, (laughs) so there's a book (laughs) book called the The battle for the biblical family by a guy named uh saponi s-c-i-p-i-o-n-e um george and that's his last name and so it talks about in here that uh about like the family structure and society and so it says that something on the lines of this, I'm gonna keep looking forward for that quote, but, um, we cannot have a stable society without a stable, a stable and strong church. And we cannot have a stable and strong church without a stable and strong Christian family. Yeah, absolutely. That is the base because he also talked about in this book that God, first thing God made of an institutional level is a family. Yeah. He didn't make a government, yeah. he didn't make a business or an organization. He made a family. That's the that is the base. If we get, if, and this has been wrong for a very long time, and Christians are letting it be wrong, yeah. so we gotta start there. And I love what you said. Like, we definitely have to. have to like start, like build your family, build up strong in the Lord, and start pushing out. Um, because otherwise, the enemy's gonna keep taking us over. They're gonna they're gonna make things very terrible. <laughs> uh, or My it end- is
0: And that first family was given the first commandment, which was to be fruitful and multiply a two-part action phrase, (laughs) a call to action, right? Be fruitful and multiply do stuff. And I like the phrase make disciples because that, yeah, you're, you can physically as a father and mother make disciples, right? Like mate, you're making physical new disciples. You can also make disciples. Like I can be a a non-believer. Like I was can be, turned into a disciple right into a
1: believer yeah it's all about sowing seeds watering the seeds that are there and then when god's timing is right if he wants that person to be saved he'll let them be saved what that's a weird thing to say let them be saved i don't know <laughs> but anyway the bible talks about there's some cowards i'm poking through sorry guys um the bible talks about us like actually paul said it. it's like like i sowed the seed apollos watered but god gave the increase yep. right like We can't really save anybody all we can do is plant seeds and water the seeds that are already there And how we do that we just talk about god like don't be ashamed like talk about god in an intellectual way because that's what people are gonna like respect like they're like oh they might think you're just some country bumpkin talking about god but once you start getting into some like really deep the ideas that they start like talking about it they're gonna see like this is not so this is this is some deep stuff and um they'll start asking questions and that's important there's a lot of people that message me or have a lot of people have messaged me over the course of this last year and ask me questions like how do you deal with this and i'm like that's that's a hard question but let me figure it out i so i'll figure i try to figure it out i'm like "What is this what is the answer to this question and i'll like i'll pray about it i'll look i'll look for some information sometimes it's easy and i was like oh that I, I, I answer's easy i'll just answer that question yeah, other times it's like like someone asked someone messaged me and talking about somebody like some some young kid, like I don't know if like if it was like an abuse thing or whatever, but like some kid died. Some young kid died. and That sucks. Like, that that pains me because I have kids, and it's just like it's so sad. And the the, the, the question they asked me, like, the, you know, uh, I'm gonna paraphrase, kind of know exactly what they said anymore. It was months ago, but you know, the, the common question is, how can how can God let kids suffer? This innocent child it had no reason to suffer. Like, why is he suffering? And it's just like. The, I, I think the answer I gave was just that we live in a sinful world. Yeah. Like we, if we don't, if we never experience terrible things, we would never understand the goodness of God, or even even begin to understand it. We don't. We can't fully understand His goodness, but if we don't experience terrible things, we will never be understand even a slice of God's goodness. Yeah. It's impossible, and unfortunately, that's that. It's a sucky situation to be in, and but that's what it is. And it's, it's even, like, you can like it to, like, happiness and sadness. Can someone truly be happy if they're never sad? Yep. I don't know. Probably not. Love that. <laughs> I love that.
0: I always, like, have, like, a good point to bring up, and then you, like, answer it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, about that. Like perfectly <laughs> encapsulating all, all the thoughts in one um, <laughs> yeah i was gonna say earlier there's um there's a good book i did a stream on it called kingdom men by tony evans oh. and he right really harps on this awesome point he brings up um the book of joshua and so like moses dies oh yeah You know, and everyone's kind of like bummed because it was like, dude, Moses was like our guy. He was supposed to take us into the promised land. Like he was he was it. And now he's dead. Like, what are we going to do? And God tells Joshua, get up and go. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Stop. I have a plan for you. And just because Moses isn't here anymore doesn't mean that plan ends. You know, you guys, you, Joshua and you, the people need to get up and go. I have a mission for you. Like your plan doesn't just end because things don't go your way or like times to get tough, you know, or things become like, you're saying yeah. like, I can't understand why God would, it's like, who cares? <laughs> God doesn't really care about like your understanding or your feelings about it. He's got a mission for you and you got to get up and go like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And exactly. Like why, why does it matter if we understand or not? We just have to go. We just have to have, have, have faith in him trust in him and go and do build his kingdom
1: you know it's really good in any th- and all ways since I have been making this account I made this account and I made this account before I was fully convinced of the reformed view of Christianity or reconvinced uh, I'll say convinced because when I was a kid I didn't quite understand it Um, and Presbyterianism and how it started and all this history um, and this kingdom idea because when I was an independent Baptist it was all we're going to lose it sucks down here we're all going to die but Christ is going to come back one day and then he'll, then the kingdom will be here and all will be fine and then and then devil come back out and then it's going to be crazy again. And then devil's going to get thrown <laughs> into the pit. No, we'll be fine again. I'm like, wait, what? Like, that's like, now that I think about it. Like, that's a really weird thing to think about. Like how there was a lot jumping around, but anyway, um, but now I'm like totally convinced. Like, I don't know. Like, eschat- eschatology. Like what is hundred percent correct? Cause I mean, that's such a hard concept, but I do know that Christ's kingdom is now. Christ's kingdom is here he has given dominion over everything he is king and so when i say when, I, when i'm talking about going and building his kingdom i mean god like physically go out there and build something yeah it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a christian thing like if you build something and you're a christian it's going to have it's going to ooze christianity like think about the first hospitals We're christians the like, christians made hospitals there was no existence of a hospital until christianity was flourishing in the middle ages it didn't exist there's a lot of things There's a lot of science that happened because of christianity and we have to get back to that like does, yep. does it mean like every person has to be a theologian yes for the family but not like an institutional <laughs> yeah. theologian enough like you them. had yeah you <laughs> have to be able to answer questions that your your yeah. wife and kids are going to ask you and luckily the yeah. kids are pretty small they have, and they don't know anything so it's easy but um <laughs> like but we still have to. you still have like let's say someone was like i'm really good at Oh, excuse me for example. I'm really good at writing code. All right, that's what I do for a living. I write code. Like, is there? Way, and like, I need to do that for Christ. You know, that's a weird yeah. thing to think about and how to recognize that. Recognize that. But when I'm talking about for like going and doing, like I'm trying to build, this, like, build this up, like, this project to help others be encouraged to go and build. So let's say like someone's like, I went to trade school. I'm a plumber. I'm a real good. Pl- I, I like. I like. I like it. It's good. I. I it pays well. Okay, good. Then go do that like you're doing it for your king.
0: Yep.
1: Like if you're if you went into your king's castle to do his plumbing, how yeah. would you act and how would you conduct yourself? Do that every time you go into someone's house yeah. and do the plumbing, right? And it's going to, it's going to ooze out into it, and it's going to be like people are going to know it's different, and the the I call them the I I, I call them the pagans. The pagans won't know why it's different, but they're going to know it's different. Um, yep and having christian institutions i think is a huge thing that needs to start happen- keep happening or start happening again there are some out there still um but this is, when i say christian institutions i don't mean things that like only talk about christianity explicitly like, there, can, there can be a christian locksmith there can be a christian plumber. like and even then if we have the diversity in our skill set and within our local church that's good news because then you can trade services yeah and you can build a community of christians doing things for other christians and other people who are christians and that are around you um but you had this network that you can build up and so like if you think about the, the the prophets and the books uh of the bible there's a lot of destruction comes down everything's falling apart like it very well could happen uh, now you and i are both in the united states but it very well could happen that like this countries under god's judgment if you look at things like in the, the the prophets and of all their destruction talk it's very similar like you look at like what does god do nations that don't like don't follow him well do all these things and oh my that's what's like happening. Yeah. Um, so like if we, <laughs> brace if we for time, impact <laughs> yeah if we spend time building up our skills to be diverse within our local community of, of, of our church and our christianity when things fall apart let's say we'll say, say if things fall apart, okay? Maybe they won't. We'll say if. If things fall apart if and when.
0: If and, and when. Or when.
1: <laughs> it's gonna it's, it, it it could it if there's a diversity in the church and skill sets, it will suck a whole lot less for them, the the, the the local church, than it would for a pagan out on their own. And yeah. so think I uh, think about this. If if we can if we can start acting the way god wants us to act living by his commands and building things for him whether it's strictly christian or you know just a skill set um then when things fall down around us the church is going to be such a beacon of light it'll be unbelievable be like oh those christians aren't suffering like i'm suffering like it's going to draw people in it could be a little bit dangerous don't get me wrong but you know there's things you can do about that um but this, they're gonna have, they're gonna say like, they did something different and they're not they're not dealing with the crap I'm dealing with. And it's gonna have this vacuum effect where like, the church now has all the institutions that are still, that still exist or didn't fall apart completely because we have all these, net, they had the network to support them within the local church and stuff. And so when people need something, they're gonna come to the church. Say, yeah. Or a Christian, it's like, I need help. And then, they like they're gonna it's gonna be obvious the difference at that time so that's something i've also been trying to like really be mindful i was like how can i build my own skills like so i built my kids a swing set like physically built a swing set this that's year awesome. i built a fence like i'm doing that's things awesome. that like a programmer doesn't usually do yeah. right like <laughs> Yeah, you're problem. supposed to be a nerd dude what are you doing yeah exactly. i'm like I'm like i have to be able to do these things like, you're supposed to like just sit around all day <laughs> yeah learn how to grow food or how to grow like herbs for medicine like just go out and start learning stuff it's, it's super valuable and again this is why i have a, a knowledge system in place that i i share with people because it's invaluable now and again yeah. if for some reason everything electronic electrical gets damaged i'm screwed but that's okay
0: <laughs> no that's awesome no, i love that like that's when my pastor my church was talking about this weekend is like servant minded like we're called to be servants first and foremost like the first you know when when um John and James' mom goes to Jesus and is like, put my kids at the best <laughs> throne. You know? oh, yeah. And Christ is like, yeah. are, are they willing to serve? Like, truly? Do you understand what's about to happen? Like, do you understand the price that's going to need to be paid to do that? It's not to be served. It's not to sit on a throne and be served like you're some king. It's you're going to be sitting on these thrones so that you can serve. So you can sacrifice. So I love that. Like, you, we need to be so servant minded, not... Selfish minded, me minded, <laughs> pleasure yeah, seeking minded. Of a, of a but the uh, I read the thing um just real quick, and I'd love to hear about that book, so don't forget don't forget sure. that. But the um like the Protestant work ethic versus like a secular work ethic, which is what we have right now in America, because like what you're saying, like we lack Christianity in our institutions. There used to be like a good old Protestant work ethic. Where, like, every single nail that someone would put into a barn would be for the glory of God. (laughs) And it would be such attention to detail and craftsmanship. And, like, you're not just building a barn to have animals in. Like, you're building a barn that's going to bring God glory. Right? Right? And that's why, like, America was built so well. (laughs) <laughs> that's why we tamed of the course. wilderness we like destroyed yeah. we, we eroded mountains and built rivers and dams like we did all this amazing stuff you know because it, it was be for the glory of god and now we yeah. live in like a secular minded work ethic a secular society where everything is me focused it's like how do i get profit out of this how do i just because show up at my job and ex- like exert the least amount of energy and attention as possible Clock in, clock out, cheat my way through everything, do the bare minimum, do what I have to do to not get fired, and then go home and, like, whatever, drink and watch Netflix. Yeah,
1: exactly. But, like,
0: our actions aren't, like, for the glory of God. They're, like, me, me, me. How can I benefit? I want, I want, I need, I crave, you know? And like you were saying, like, when the institutions, when we reclaim what has been lost, me, you, and all the bros out there watching and listening – When we start getting our act together and reclaiming what's been lost, rebuilding the society, there's going to be a a reinvigoration of that Protestant work ethic where our hands, what we do with our hands, what we build, what we grow, what we do, say, create is going to be for God's glory and not for like our own selfish gain.
1: Amen. Amen i haven't seen that in my own life ever since i am been like getting serious about the faith and more so now than even before when i was in the independent baptist group i became like i like re-accepted re- the fact that like or not the fact that but reaccepted reformed presbyterianism was a was a type of partisan like i have been working differently yeah
0: like same yeah i'm no taking, same, it, yeah. taking
1: it more seriously uh because even though like, when i was in the independent baptist group i was just like well you know so it's not gonna fall apart. Just come back soon. I'll just, just gotta coast through and going wait till he comes back. That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible mindset to have. Um But yeah, you kept mentioning like the servant stuff. And I think a lot of people need to realize what that means. I feel like, like I had this I had this idea in for a long time, like servant, like, man, gotta go like do stuff, like like wash feet and stuff like what it sounds terrible like what like i don't want to go somewhere and do something <laughs> like um but then i read I read, I read a book i read that book <laughs> and this book this book is called um the adventures of robin hood <laughs> like no like legit this is, this is the book i read and this is where i decided this is kind like of the like OG. What,
0: the OG. The
1: um i don't know if it's the original it's by a guy named roger lancelin green it's a good book I, I recommend this one specifically i think this guy actually knew c.s lewis um like he's a he's a christian that read i'm pretty sure um it has a lot of christian undertones in, the, in this version of robin hood so for sure if anyone wants to read a robin hood book check this one out um it is again the adventures of robin hood written by roger lancelin l-a-n-c-e-l-y-n green roger green um so i was reading this book on vacation i never read i don't like i rarely read like novels or like non-fiction books but i was reading i was on vacation i was like eh, whatever there i still haven't finished it by the way but <laughs> um i was reading this book and I, this this idea clicked in my mind and i was like realized what at least what for me makes sense right now is that the whole servant thing like i'm serving a king right robin hood in this in this version of robin hood he is doing that exact same thing there's a king who is not in his kingdom right now because he's somewhere else like in this version is but he got captured he's like i was on a crusade and like the muslims took him or something crazy um and so robin hood's like was here there's an evil king that usurped the throne and he said this is not his kingdom this is i don't know whatever the guy's name was sir uh I don't know, whatever this is this is the king kingdom and you're not the king so i'm not gonna listen to you you're terrible I'm going to go out there i'm going to keep i'm going to recruit for mike for my king and i'm going to keep building up for my king until he returns and we're going to kick your butt <laughs> so um is it john realized, is it uh,
0: little john and king john
1: um That's i think his name right. is king richard king richard, king is a richard? King's name. little john is actually uh, a monk in the book okay he's a fat stout monk <laughs> easy.
0: Let's not body shame, okay? A little John. You know? Yeah, little. Yeah. It says in the book. They're hitting him with a one-two genius. punch. They're calling him short and fat at the same time. That's come
1: on, god. It's not cool. Hood goes cool. talking about Robert, and he's like, he's like, oh, you're quite a stout fellow. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a big guy, um, or rotund. Uh,
0: but it's the body positivity well. podcast all right let's uh let's
1: be <laughs> okay, respectful of people's
0: emotions bit, and feelings here
1: uh, fat. actually in thomas the train the original books the guy who's the conductor or uh, in charge of the train tracks he didn't have a name he was called the fat conductor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah all right um but i love that anyway.
0: when i talked about zacchaeus because i they, they they um oh, i forget the phrase too but when the, when, G, when Jesus encounters Zacchaeus, the tax collector, the yeah. Bible, like, multiple times calls him short. <laughs> like, the short short, short Zacchaeus. Like, they really, really may, wanted you to know, like, this guy was a short little man, you know? He had to climb a tree, man. <laughs> yeah, he literally climb a tree to see. Like, But it really, really harped on it, you know? And it's like, whenever yeah. does it describe people's appearances, that like, the people that Jesus encounters, unless they're, like, inflict, in, afflicted with some kind of ailment, like the man with yeah. leprosy, short. the woman with the <laughs> bleeding problem, this short little man. And by short, I mean really short, guys.
1: <laughs> he was tiny.
0: <dying. laughs> like it's worse than leprosy or something, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like that's where I got this idea. Like like before it was like serving, it had this, it had this weird connotation to it. I think it's because there was like, I think it's because the effeminate Jesus was so strong back then. And even it still is now but now i see jesus as more than just like he's not okay he's not effeminate by any means but that's because like, yeah, effeminacy you know. is condemned in the bible but yeah, um,
0: you had an awesome post about that
1: oh yeah i did i read about that like had, soft that men, people soft men not not
0: entering yeah, the people didn't
1: like that people didn't like that at all i mean people it like, got, well, it's got, very got true. great it inter- got great interaction but people were mad about that post um <laughs> but yeah so and when i started realizing like Seeing like seeing Jesus as my king, like in like reading Robin Hood that book, I was like I was in that I was in that world of like medieval kingdoms stuff. I was like, wait a second, Christ is my king. Like I should be doing things as like Robin Hood's doing, but in a spiritual sense. Like I'm not going there and like raw people right like that's silly but right, like right. like think about like I, I, again i made a, post be a little on, more about productive as well and <laughs> people were like that's a terrible terrible analogy i'm like "Or terrible I'm like, or they, they were complaining i was like it's like what person I, I never claimed this to be a perfect type of christian of christianity it's just an analogy and it's fine so stop complaining um but like when i started seeing jesus as a king and a lord yeah and realizing like that is that is him like he is a like he's a strong character character is a weird way to say that i guess but he's a he's a strong man like yeah i it's a reverence and so serving him has a whole different minds whole different connotation to me now my mindset is different and so that's why i want to get people people get out of this is when you hear be a servant or be a servant leader like yeah word a lot too be a servant like remember who you serve like Jesus, yeah he is gentle and kind and loving to his sheep but he is bold and fierce to the enemies and those who will those who will hurt his sheep and he is king like if you're in, you need to be a servant you're going to serve people that are in his kingdom whether they believe it believe it or not or understand it or not or follow him or not and so you need to act in a way that you're going to conduct yourself as if he truly is your king because he is especially if you're if you're saved he's everybody's king they don't know it yet Right, right.
0: <laughs> I love that catch. That's a, that's a perfect catch right there. Yeah, everybody will bow. <laughs> yeah, all knees will bow. Do it an
1: hour later. Pick <laughs> one. Yeah.
0: Will it be of actual reverence or will it be out of out of uh, hasty submission? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I did love, I mean, that's, that was a great post you had. And I've heard that explained very well in a sermon before about I forget what the word is, but Paul uses that word effeminate. And it really does mean some people try to excuse. I love when people try to excuse, (laughs) like they'll quote something that's like a list of things. Like that's in a list of things where it's like, don't be this, 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 and this. And everyone will agree on everything except for the one in that list that says, don't be an effeminate man. Oh, well, what he means by that one is. uh, (laughs) Oh,
1: he didn't mean
0: that. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, let's get something um, out of here. And then you like, just you just explained it so perfectly well. I'm trying to bring up the post where it, I what have, it really I have means the, is like it's it's it's, it's uh someone who's a, like a soft man who's like who's unable to like control their flesh, right? Someone who's like
1: yeah yeah I broke it down. So I have the the entire post from uh, Substack in front of me, and that so if you if people don't know, I don't know this. You can go on. I use uh blueletterbible.com yeah, super yeah. easy to use yeah, click awesome. on these things you can get into the greek words it's like so so for my for my for me like i'm using the king james it uses words that are they were they were sometimes words back then meant different things than they do now yeah, yeah. um one one being nation like when we hear nation day we think of like a country but back then a nation which a group of people that are usually close and kin it was more like like a very lines. large group Your of people was like more a like tribe an actual, yeah bloodline yeah yeah they, actually like they were all pretty much a family uh just a very large one and they're extended out and so like um it's different so there's, there's different things so i always double check things um i used to not be like well the bible says what the bible says like this like country pumpkin kind of guy and i was like well i gotta look into this i need to i, I like i know this is not the same word i use now um so yeah i did that with the word effeminate that's in there uh first corinthians uh six nine is where it's at and there's they use a word that the king james translators translated a word effeminate and i can't say that works i don't know greek i have written a greek in me which is so- yeah
0: that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was like literally like the craziest alphabet i'm like
1: i'm like I have okay never seen it's a hieroglyphs but, um, or something. <laughs> yeah. So I go on to talk about how it, it can. It's, it means soft. Like in the in the yeah. in the King James translators actually use that word in three other places in the King James Bible. So like, they chose a feminine here for a good reason apparently. Yeah. Um. So it's like I was like a feminine man is a soft man, and then I, was I like, think well, Paul says it soft? in
0: Romans too. He says it in the First Corinthians one you said, and then somewhere um, in Romans he says it too. Yeah, I think so. And it's a very deliberate, so, like, it's basically a man who's not masculine. And that is yeah, also like opposite. a man who's not in control of himself. Like a man who's That's like a good thing. overly a good emotional thing. and not in control,
1: you know? Like if you think, you said a man who's not masculine, because effeminacy is opposite of masculinity. And it's, people will think, a good part about my page is like, it. I am out here to promote biblical masculinity. So everything on my page should not make you effeminate. In a biblical sense yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that because like yeah i'm trying to learn what it means to be a biblical man so i can be a better biblical man i have two boys and i want them to know what it means to be a biblical man be a man of yeah. god a real man of god and it's a lot of work but i'm learning a lot of things and this page is just basically where i'm just dumping things about what i learned it's uh and music so to my ears brother hopefully <laughs> it's different all right like hopefully it's different but yeah like one of the words i found I came across was uh you said like is an excess and 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 like not being sober as sober another word it's different now that it was back then sober just means like um moderation do things in moderation
0: yeah
1: um but yeah like it's like guilty of sins of the flesh is, is what an effeminate man is they also use the word voluptuous <laughs> i was like oh, i don't i <laughs> <word I'd> heard it <laughs> before i can't give a definition for it so i looked that <laughs> up too it's it indulging to excess in sensual gratification like S X like you're you're like you're overdoing things. Like you are you are steeped in pleasure and and not in like real men don't numb themselves with pleasurable things. Like yeah. you're not gonna sit in front of the computer and watch porn all day. You're not gonna sit around and eat cake all day. Like that's not what a, a masculine man is, and especially in a biblical sense. Like Yeah. It's 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 very specific when you look into it. And I think that's a problem is that like people just don't want to look into it i guess
0: well it's the same with the meek not weak which also is a great post you had and Thank i just did a stream a couple weeks ago where i just put all your posts up <laughs> and talked about how great uh, they were hey, cool. <laughs> man well, this guy that. gets it. <laughs> it, was like, it went through like all your posts like dude this guy gets it um but yeah you made really good points too in that one like i've used both those examples because they're great is the meek not weak thing is people think meek means be when Christ says the meek shall inherit the earth, people in our modern culture interpret that as like be soft and effeminate. And you'll inherit exactly. the earth. You'll and be somehow your weakness will make you powerful. And that word actually means gentle, which also yeah. means controlled. Like you're a person a man that's much. in control. You're being yeah. gentle with something. You're not you're like gently pet the cat. It's not it's because you're strong. It's because Definitely. you are strong, and you are crush using caution, yeah, <laughs> to not kill this cat. You know, yeah. It's not that you're weak. If you were weak, someone wouldn't have to tell you to be gentle. <laughs> they wouldn't yeah, worry could, about you crushing the be cat because you aren't strong enough to crush the cat. That's, you
1: know. It's good you bring that up because, like, the Bible. Am I? I am totally on board with the Bible. Is infallible. There aren't contradictions in the Bible, and well, I could say, especially the King James. <coughs> Cough. Uh, <laughs> but uh, there, there are no... There are yeah, don't make me
0: go a new King James out and put you to shame. Okay? <laughs> <Woo>! um,
1: <laughs>
0: don't make me give my uh, NASB Spanish bilingual Bible out and
1: <laughs> okay, okay. I actually there. Um, but yeah, like if it says that, it's not literally says that the meek one inherit the earth and the effeminate are gonna like not inherit God's kingdom pretty sure it's not the same thing right like, right right yeah yeah and i think i think people just don't uh, people just don't look into it, i guess they don't, they don't they don't think about it like you got we got to think about it like men of god you got to think about you got to think about god you got to think about the bible what it says you got to think about theology i like it. cool you might think it's boring but you have a spiritual responsibility to your family or future family if you don't have one yet your even your future wife which is a small family when you're married um yeah to lead them in things of the spirit. Like something that I, I tell my wife occasionally. Like when like maybe she's mad at so I did something a certain way. But I did it this way because I have to right like I I have to remind her. It's like listen when this is all said and done, I have to make an account for you and for my yep. sons. Yeah. I make it. I have to. I have to make an account for you since the day we were married until the day we die. And I have to make an account for my for my two boys, from the time they're born until they leave, and they're married. Yeah. Like, I have to account for that. Like, you don't have to. There's an incredible weight on my shoulder, and if I, if this family does not operate the way God wants us to operate, I have to answer for it, and like that terrifies me so much.
0: Yeah, with the authority comes responsibility.
1: Yeah, comes a weight, yeah, comes much. a burden, you know.
0: And so, as much as like people want to, like feminists or whatever, want to like, we want authority too. It's like, do you? <laughs> do you yeah, really? Do you want the perks and not all of the actual yeah. responsibility that comes with that? You know?
1: Yeah. There's an interesting concept about that too. Like people are sometimes take the submission thing of wives too far, and and you know, the dominance of men, and that, that does need to exist. I'm not saying it doesn't means and i think in our day and age most women should really submit more than they do um there's a lot yeah. of feminist propaganda pushed down their throats their whole yeah. lives
0: and men Even should the be submitting more to christ
1: 100 percent. you know
0: it's like we're failing to submit to christ and women are failing to submit to us and children are yeah, like, failing to
1: submit to their mothers you know submits in everything yeah like everything in christ um and then like because you think think about like men in the church were constantly braided like to be loving be loving now I mean Paul literally tells us to love our wives and you know why he tells us that because we suck at it like it's just serious <laughs> we're just terrible at it. Yeah. right but he also says in the next verse women submit yeah. to your husbands why because yeah. they suck at it like it's, it's just what it is and so we, help, we both have to work on different things and yeah. uh like but does that, does that mean like a man is, is more important than a woman in the relationship like you know, a married yeah, couple it's the man is first among equals, right? Like, there has to be a, someone has to be able to put a foot down. And say, this is where it stops, and that's the man's job. And he has to do so biblically because he has to answer for those for those decisions and those positions, and everything that he directs his family into. Like, there's yeah. responsibility there. He has that authority. But also, like, this first among equal thing. If I want both my wife and both our second, she gets a lifeboat. I don't. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the way it is. You know. I'm glad yeah. i was on the titanic that's all i gotta say yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no femininity is huge it's 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 creeped into the church i like I, you know, I have a recent post about that i'll probably repost that meek not weak thing eventually too every so many months i'll repost like the things that like were real big real like some, some bangers you know like you yeah. really got some good hits on it because i know like that's what people need to hear yeah like, even if it's even if it if the most of the comments people are mad about it like i'm gonna repost this because people Obviously, this is what people need to hear. That yep. they're really blowing up like this, because um, it's all in God's control anyway. Like Instagram can, you know, can screw themselves with their with their algorithm. It doesn't matter if God wants it shown; He's gonna, they're gonna see it. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, like I recently posted that of thing. I posted it before as well. and It was a repost, but it was a repost with the added blog onto it from Substack now. So, like a lot of times, I'll write some ideas for like uh, a post on Instagram. Because it's all started there i will be like, oh, I have too much stuff here. I can't put it on the post. I'm a firm believer in like, if you have like six paragraphs on a, on an Instagram p- slide, no one's gonna read it. Like 100% not gonna read it because I don't read it. <laughs> so, like, I'm not gonna yeah. read it. Like it's ridiculous. I, I'm gonna post where I, I what I know will I will read. I would read like in passing. Like oh, swipe through this. I can read that sentence in like you know, you know I don't know, five seconds. Great. Keep going. Like get the points in there. And then I started now with the Substack, which is a new thing. So that I can like, there's so much more I have to say. <laughs> there's so much more I've learned. Like, I gotta put it in there. I can't fit it on the Instagram post. So, like, the whole that's why I reposted again the the Soft Men" thing because there was just so much that could be said that I couldn't get out. And they're not long posts. I mean, that, I think the yeah. longest post on Substack was like 700 words. Like, you can get probably get through it in like 10 it's like a short
0: blog kind of thing
1: yeah um sub is a is a platform you can use to write a blog what's cool about Substack is that if you go and subscribe to it with your email that you'll get you'll get the the post as an email as well um so you can see it like on the website as a blog a traditional blog or you can go and get it as email as well actually if you sign up you're gonna get it as email like you subscribe to it like you won't miss it it's kind of like um the guy who made it uh unfortunately i don't think he's a christian but he made it because he had a friend who was a journalist he was like trying to talk about stuff and he was like he wasn't getting reach the people who followed him weren't seeing his stuff because like algorithms and things not necessarily maliciously but just because algorithms and the guy's like he went he's like he made this thing called substack and he's like look put all your stuff here there's an email section if people want to see your posts and want to be notified of your posts they'll get an email of your post like you can't not get an email so say, yeah. email is such an old technology. Oh, that's a weird thing to say. An old quote unquote technology. Old, yeah. <laughs> so old, so
0: fifteen crap. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, it's like it's very decentralized.
1: And so like, if you send an email, and it's like a spam folder. Someone's gonna get it, like hundred yeah. percent. Um, I have to choose to open it and read it. But that's that's why I chose Substack because I have done email list and do emails. I've done blogs. And I thought to myself, well, I could host all myself. I know how to write all the code. I can do it all myself. But I was like, Substack is free to sign up and use it, and then like you, you can turn on like a paid feature. Like you can have you can have like special paid posts for people who pay money, and then Substack takes a cut so like you know they can stay in business or whatever and keep running. Their, so they have a lot of servers and stuff, so it's yeah. they can they keep their infrastructure going. Um, I don't have paid posts on. Everything's free right now because it'll always be free. Because I really don't care about making money on Substack. Um, the this entire project is supported through the fellowship, and if anyone buys like a, a, a random course I sell here and there, um, because like and that that pays for some things like uh, like a Canva account to have a, a pro version to get all the images I need um, at some point when there's enough money in there or enough like recurring and money coming in, I'm going to build a I'm gonna find a way or pay somebody to run a membership site so that people who are in the fellowship can log into a site. I can put videos on there, PDFs, like all kinds of stuff. Like I have this big vision for this. And um so that's why there are paid things. I think people probably ask about this meal occasionally, like Oh, if you are, if you were real gay, you wouldn't be asking for money. I'm like, dude, shut up. Like <laughs> I need money to do things yeah. I want to do to help you guys. Like it's, it's impossible to not do it without money. So
0: artists um, and craftsmen but, like, need to be, need to be paid money. Otherwise yeah. you're doing things. Otherwise you're not and being appreciated truly and fully, right? For what there's, there's, you're doing for me. the investment you've put into what you're creating and
1: building. You need
0: to be like given back in some way.
1: And even then, I don't even take the money out. Like I have a fine job. Like I pay it pays fine. I have no reason to have money to take the money out of the out of the project. It's all staying in the project right now. I have no reason to take money out. Um, it's all going to be used for the project and to build it further to be better and better and better. Yeah. right now the membership is just a, a Telegram account where I give people free courses and then I also sell those courses online. You want to buy them individually. Um, but all that like I said, all that money stays in stays in the project. So I can build things and buy things the for the project specifically um and something else you mentioned like being paid for all the stuff there's another idea that I came across this is years ago now or is that when you, people So like during the fellowship it's like a monthly thing they get help like i'm there with them uh we talk people ask prepare requests confess things are like hey i slept up last night Watched porn like not me i didn't do that last night but someone said yeah, someone could say that in the chat yeah. <laughs> and, are you uh, confessing so like, right now <laughs> I'm not I'm not, live, I'm not, on stream. I'm I'm <laughs> guys i confess i was i was very with my time this afternoon so uh please pray for me no, that's a true thing anyway uh um but yeah like so it and if people put money up for a thing they're more likely to do the stuff in the thing
0: yeah yeah
1: like, it's like they take free, it seriously,
0: and if they appreciate yeah, it's it, like, like it's a sign of appreciation money. and
1: respect. Yeah. yeah, and so like, all my content's free. Like everything I'm gonna post, that's like, here's what I'm learning. Here's a blog post. Here's Instagram. Like that's all free stuff. But like, people who want to like come in, and like talk with the group and me, and like, have this like fellowship or with other people, other men, who uh, agree on the same things, like that want to be better, and. and and all that um they can join and they can, they can pay whatever they want there's uh, it's like I don't know, 10 bucks a month. it's like a patreon thing it's like 10 bucks a month it's just i don't use patreon um and then you're there until you want to quit and mm-hmm. um that helps that and people are excited like they all know in the group that it's 100 uh it's, it's 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 transparent they know that all the money is there i'm trying to build them a a specific membership portal that like i can control and own and like how we can change things and move things and they all help out too like i'll ask questions i'll put a pull up on telegram like hey you know I, I want to i have this idea of these courses like which courses would be most beneficial to you and they'll they'll, they'll vote on it like so they have say in what happens and what gets created so yeah uh, it's it's been super cool um and i know we'll see what god takes it like like I said all glories to god it's not uh-huh. for me i don't need it <laughs> i have my job's i love my job i like writing code <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah if you keep keep doing things the right way like the right things will happen for sure yeah it's and all, it's, it's, all it's, it's all in his hand for people it, it's the stoic dot com slash fellowship
1: right oh yeah yeah someday also i am saving up to buy stoicchristian.com because somebody already owns that and they want 500 bucks for it oh really right. kidding me yeah Stoic oh
0: yeah. Let's crowd. Let's get a crowdfund going. Come on, come on, dudes. Come on, guys. <laughs> Help a brother out. Show me the money. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, right
1: That's now, it is, what it is, not a Christian's Not. Like, oh. Yeah. That's not. That's not I horrible. Think you, I think if you go to, no, it's fine. It's I'm not just, like you just, had to I'm
0: put good. da in it or. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: uh, uh, put like yeah, a, a, a zero instead
0: of an O because you couldn't afford it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> if you go to the sort of oh it'll redirect you if you go to, if you just go you just type in the sort of it redirects you to the fellowship i don't have any other pages well actually you'll see another page so there's the fellowship and then there's the elite version and the elite version i tend to help people more directly like one-on-one and that's for people who want to like actually like build um like an instagram page get it going to like build kind of like an online side hustle kind of thing it can be for anything it doesn't have to be like specifically christian like if you i don't know let's say a guy likes growing plants for medicine or something and he's like i have this great idea to write a book i want to be able to promote it and like sell it it's like i could be able i'd be able to show them what i did to build up a book follow on instagram and how to convert that into like how to, how to build a, a web page that you can get people to buy something on and all that stuff i spent years and years studying uh copywriting which is like basically advertisements are copy that's what's called and so copywriting is writing those ads and writing sales pages stuff like that and not necessarily to manipulate people but just to show them the value that you have and and get the and, and so that, so that the right people who will benefit from what you have will be content and and confident and that this what the, what you have to offer is what they need um and so all that kind of stuff is in the elite version that's a different different thing but most people are just in the fellowship for the for the literally for the fellowship <laughs> yeah. like for the for other guys yeah. and and the and the, the prayer requests and stuff like that um we used to do yeah, a that's bible good. study that's but too. it was really hard to coordinate across time zones yeah. so i have to figure out something else out instead yeah that can be a problem too yeah
0: But that's young men are seeking and young men need fellowship we need iron has to sharpen iron And if you can't find it in your local community, which can be tough, even in your own church, it can be tough. Like just being like, Hey, I'm like a righteously masculine dude who's trying to get better at that. And you look around your church and there's either just like a, no one your age or B like no one masculine, (laughs) 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 or you have like, you know, the problem with young adults is there's way too many like young girls. So if you're like a, you're like in a minority of the guys
1: usually. That's like, because you know, the church the whole, has become.
0: Yeah, because the whole church. A Feminist, Feminist. Feminist. hasn't helped <laughs> <of> the church. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like there's a severe lack of men and masculinity in the church, but also, yeah. not everywhere. And so what you're doing yes, is correct. awesome. Where it's like online fellowship. Where, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna say like I I would recommend doing it in person more better like if oh, you can yeah. actually have a bond with like a person in your community in your physical church that's better but if you can't find that don't be afraid of going online and doing that it's Here's what I would not say as good too. but it's it's great still you know yeah, you like you are say saying like iron. you guys are confessing you guys are like praying for each oh, other yeah. being there holding each other accountable like yeah you're not doing it in person but you're still sharpening iron <laughs> right yeah. iron's being yeah. sharpened there right yes you can and, yeah, uh, yeah, so don't can, shy sure. away from that. I've heard people say they're like, don't do that because they want it to only be in person. And I would say, yeah, like your ideal should be in person. The goal should be in person. But if you can't, which many people can't, why not <laughs> online? You know, yeah, why not build brother, build fellowship with brothers if they happen to be in another time zone or in
1: another city or whatever.
0: Yeah. I, both, the harm that. I see a lot of benefit so, like,
1: in that actually. So like I the church that i am no longer going to i was in a, a men's group there being of men being with them and this new church i'm going to i'm going to do the same thing i'm putting down roots like I'm, I'm putting down roots there are plenty of men my yeah. age there um so i'm doing both obviously i run the online thing so i'm still in that um and i do agree that in person is more beneficial uh 100 what i what i hope happens with people in my in this group who or maybe they d- they don't have a good church, maybe they're in a church where there's not there's like nobody cares about being a, a biblically masculine man. My hope is that they can get what they need from this online course, and then use what they learn, use use how they grow in Christ with us online, and put that into the, into an in-person situation. Like do something in their church, start something, and start influencing the men around them. Like if you're in a church, let's say it's, it's a good church, it's a biblical church, but like nobody seems to really be a masculine man. There's like, this weird. Like you can probably, you can, you can tell I'm sure. Maybe I'm hoping that the people in this group can then influence these other people in their own churches. And then once, uh, once there's two people start meeting up, do something, make, make a, a weekly meeting where you, you read the Bible and pray together. Talk about stuff. So like, just be men. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm lucky enough that this church I'm just hard and go to, Every other, oh no, every, every second and fourth Friday of the month, a bunch of men meet at a rest, meet at this middle of nowhere restaurant up, 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 up by my church. And we can, we're gonna uh, I'm, I'm going this Friday, it's the first time I'm going to go there, sit down, have breakfast, and just be men, chat about men's yeah. stuff, read the Bible, and pray. Like, that's what we need. And I'm yeah. hoping that this group, if they don't have, if people in this group don't have that, that they can go out and start influencing people in their churches to make that stuff. That's important. That is the most important thing, like
0: you said. And that was back to what we were saying earlier, like men do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sometimes it, it we do we also
0: do need to like sit and talk and hold each other accountable and share like our struggles with each other. We're also men and we also need to like do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Even that's if funny. it's not that like was... quote unquote productive or whatever, it's like let's go to a shooting range or let's like go hunting or let's go do something. But the
1: doing a less cool part thing is that, crucial. A less cool thing than shooting guns. I love shooting guns. <laughs> a less cool less cool thing, but a good example was when I was meeting with the uh, the pastor and the guy who's in charge of like the use stuff. Um for this new church I've got to go into. I met them on Saturday and uh they're like they're like, Oh, if you're free tonight at uh, whatever time, we're having a cornhole tournament. I'm like, That's cool. I'm already I'm obligated I'm already have plans, but I'd go to that. Like, no. yeah, it's not, it's not shooting guns, but like, it's still a bunch of guys throwing cornhole yeah. bags. Like no, yeah. that's, you can, you can be guys. That, being family dudes. fellowship doing yeah. that. Yeah. Just <laughs> go out and be a dude, be a dude for Christ. That's a weird thing to say.
0: <laughs> There's a, oh, well. I bring this up on my stream a lot. I recommend this a lot. It's an amazing book and I recommend it to you as well. It's called men on fire by Stephen Mansfield. And I believe every Christian man should read it. It's amazing in all the ways. And he has a big portion where he really is talking about how men need to do. And men need to be with each other doing and building and growing, right? And like kind of everything we've been talking about this whole stream, really. Mm. But he had this really interesting point where like in a kind of a secular research study, they would study girls and boys and they would like study, they put girls in a room with like all the toys and stuff they could possibly imagine to hang out with and have fun with. And yeah. what the girls would do would end up over time, naturally, like sitting face to face with each other talking, you know, they'd be like maybe having a tea party or maybe they're like playing dress up with dolls. But the, the general idea was the girls would end up like looking at each other and talking and sharing feelings and emotions. And when they did it with boys, what ended up happening was the boys would end up being shoulder to shoulder looking out at a project they were working on together
1: like building blocks
0: or building stuff or solving puzzles you know and it really is this innate difference like women are made to build communities to socialize and that's like amazing right Nurturing, right caring like and that's so vital and necessary for families for children a woman needs to do that with the children focus on them care about them be interested and invested in how they feel what their health and well-being is and a man needs to go and build and provide and protect you know we need to be doing that together another point he makes in that book is about how lions like the difference between a lion and a tiger and being like having a band of brothers because like a lion on its own versus a tiger loses every time I don't know if you know this but if you were to put like a lion and a tiger in a cage match and fight him to the death the lion would lose 100% of the time. Tigers would just mess them up. But if you put five tigers and five lions in a cage, the five lions will win every time. Because wow. lions fight as a team. Lions are pack-oriented. Like, male lions will unite and use each other's strengths and weaknesses. Like, the where the where where the weaknesses are, the others will provide strengths to fill in that awesome. gap. And tigers don't. They fight as individuals. And that's why a, lion, a pack of lions will beat tigers every time. And so as Christians, it's the same concept. Like Christian men, if we think we can just be these individual rugged, I'm going to do everything my own on my own strength, Satan's going to beat you, man. He's, mo- he's more yeah, experienced. Man. He's more powerful than you. He's been at this longer than you. He knows you. He knows your weaknesses. Like right? He knows what buttons to push and what seeds to plant for the wrong reasons. But if you have a band of brothers, Christian men, that can step up where you're failing or can hold you accountable or can build you up and grow you and be there with you shoulder to shoulder fighting that battle. Like Satan doesn't stand a chance, man. (laughs) You know? So it is so powerful to be in fellowship. And like I was saying, like, yeah, do it in person if you can. And if not, like don't give up, don't have despair and say, Oh, well, whatever. Do something like what you're doing, which is so great, which is like this fellowship community online because a, a dude in another state is still better That's still a dude with shoulder-to-shoulder with you fighting the same battle as you. And it might not be physical, it's spiritual. It's mental, right? It's still a guy there on your side fighting this battle with and by and for you. Yeah. So yeah, man, what you're doing is great. (laughs) Long rambling story short. What you're doing is great, and everyone, every Christian man out there, read uh, Man on Fire by Stephen Mansfield. It's great.
1: Yeah. Find something, and then if there's nothing around you, find something. And then start build your own project locally to make men more biblically masculine yeah because we need more of that 100 like, and the more i the more i learn about it the more i research it the more i the more i read the bible these days it's just like things is like how'd i never see this before yeah it's so manly <laughs> like, <laughs> like i've read the bible yeah. through at least one time from cover to cover like i know i've read the whole thing I met point of it once Like I've read this thing So much And I was like How did I miss that Yeah Especially the psalms Like I like i remember mean, yeah. all with my boys in the morning. Where the do, enemies like, little...
0: get crushed under <laughs> like, ground like, to a pulp, gnashed <laughs> to death by the teeth of a lion. <laughs> like,
1: wow! Like David is David is all about it. Like we yeah. like, we need to be like getting back into that stuff. Like we sing some victory songs. Yeah. Like yeah. let's go crush them spiritually. I mean, yeah, we're not not flush blood anymore, but it's, you still got to go out there. You still got to do it spiritually. There's a, like... What was the quote I had? I, I don't know. I'm quoting myself, I guess. Um, yeah, so in that new post I wrote this today... Or, not new post, but, like, an expanded version of an old post that I reposted. Uh, I have... It says in here, I have... In God's New Covenant, or New Testament, some people say. Uh, Men are to spiritually slaughter the forces of evil. I and mean, that's, that's what we're doing. And, like, reading the Psalms, like... I'm not something else something changed recently for me is that when i i used to be like a a dispensationalist now now i think i agree more with covenant theology deep topics we can talk about some other time but i when i read the bible now i read it through the lens of the new testament like the new the new covenant like we're in the new covenant and so like i'm looking at the psalms i'm like i'm like yeah david was doing this physically but this is the exact same stuff we have to do now spiritually like and these are the songs we should be singing yeah like like or at least make songs that sound like that like (laughs) take those words take those ideas like this we have too much christian music that is so fluffy yeah i'm like man it's gonna gag it's so gross like
0: weak and it's me oriented
1: all i all i listen to anymore at this point i'm like maybe i'm just getting old but all i listen to now is basically psalms like i listen to the um, psalms
0: and old old hymns are the best
1: old hymns oh yeah the um
0: I look for, my new thing is looking for I and me in worship music. Uh Uh-huh. And a little bit of it's okay, especially if you're like me, if it's like me, but God. uh, I (laughs) Like Like, I, I, (laughs) because of God, you know? But there's a lot of just me, 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 I, I, I I, in these modern Christian songs. And it really, when you start to look for it and notice it, it, you notice it. You're not going to unnotice it anymore, you
1: know? there's an interesting idea this is on top of music and written some good covers today um where there's this idea man i gotta find it again and put some notes down on it but i remember reading this thing years ago and i was talking about um i'm gonna use the word pagan but there was something specific and it was like there's a music style that's like was made to put people in trances like for like you know pagan worship stuff and they're talking about like what this, what it does and how it works, and then they're like, modern Christian music, mainstream music is doing that exact thing. Yeah. It's this repeat repetition over and over yeah. again. Yeah. It's like this music that makes you feel good. Like, like that is a spiritual thing that I don't think is of God. Because if you look at the look at like the Psalms, they don't do that. There's no repetition. I mean, sometimes they repeat things, but it's not like this like, like. I wish I had an example in my head right now of a song. I don't listen to this stuff, so I don't know. Um, I know it exists, though. I've heard it before. Uh, But, like, it'll be, like, three minutes of, like, oh, wait, what's that song? Crap. Um, It's a song by uh, Matthew, not Matthew West. Um, He's a big name. Anyway, uh, whatever. Um, But he basically says two things. He says two sentences the entire five minutes. (laughs) two sentences like it's called this is how I fight my battles that's what it's called hold on I've heard it before because I think it's on some playlist that came up once yeah Michael W. Smith it's called oh sorry it's called Surrounded quotation or parentheses fight my battles so go listen to this and this is exactly what this post talked about I mean there's other examples too but this guy literally says like two sentences the entire five minutes of the song Maybe yeah. it's minutes. I think I was saturating. Oh, no. It's legit five minutes. Four minutes and 49 seconds on YouTube.
0: Yeah, that's a joke about Pentecostal songs or Pentecostal music. <laughs> that's like my really? Baptist friends when they make fun of Pentecostals. They'll make fun of how repetitious their music is. But it's like, but just, just take a step back because you guys are, <laughs> yes, you're you're not as extreme. You're not repeating the same line 25 <laughs> times. You're only repeating the same line ten times, and because, you're mocking uh, them. <laughs>
1: I, found, I found the lyrics. Right, there are one, two, three verses. Okay, sorry. He says he says three sentences. Forgive me. Okay, yeah. so there's there's like how four many more verses. do you need? How many? <laughs> okay, yeah, very first verse. He says, "This is how I fight my battles." One, two, three, four, five, six times back to back. The chorus. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. One, two, three, four. Back to back. Guess what? Next verse is this is how I fight my battles. <laughs> yeah. Over and over and over and over again. And the music is just so, like, it gets, gets you emotionally going.
0: Yeah.
1: And that, man, I gotta find the articles. This is exactly what they talked about. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's, they're talking about, uh, I think he even says it's God in that whole song at all. Like it's just as you yeah. like you can be it to Antichrist for all I care like it's the same same thing yeah, like yeah, all these songs are just not very specific at all where like you have the Martin Luther the, the thesis guy it's not the not the civil rights guy he wrote a song called <laughs> uh, a mighty fortress is our God very popular song people only know the first verse of, this, of the song they get into these other verses it is like some serious kingdom get pinned on building go out there and kick some butt for God yeah. like it is a good song and it doesn't repeat the same thing over and over again it should never repeat anything actually
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome that kind of goes back to what you were saying a couple times about you're saying kind of like people what people need to hear not what people want to hear yeah and the same applies to this music it's like what we need to hear are psalms and like the OG hymnals, stuff yeah, that matters. Stuff that like actually like is people crying out to God in praise and worship, yeah. not like love songs where you could just interchange the words for, <laughs> you know? scratch out the word Jesus and insert the word baby, and it still makes sense. Oh yeah, sense, you oh, yeah. Know? Oh, the and like but that's like people want you. emotion and they want to feel good and they want. The smoke and the light show and the the cute worship leader, <laughs> and the the pretty music and the loud drums or whatever they want that.
1: Yeah. But what do they that need? Me of a, sometimes of a, what you a need is just the simple
0: recently. bare bones truth of it, right? God is Not in control. But like, all
1: and I'm all giving it all to Him. Right? Like, I talked about this with somebody else recently, but the the I'm gonna use the, I'm gonna say the church but I don't, sometimes I don't really know for sure if that's the right word to use because I don't know if these are actually churches or part of the church. But um, there's a lot of focus on love and as is commonly understood or commonly known at least, there are many different Greek words that are all translated love in English because yeah. we have one word for all those things apparently. Um, and people hear yeah. the word love and they automatically think of this infatuation, right? Like, I told a story. I told this analogy: like, if someone comes and saves you from like drowning in the water, right? Like, you're not gonna be infatuated. Maybe you would be, but chances are you won't be infatuated with them. But you could still say, "I love that man. He saved my life." Yeah. Like, it's a different love. And I think. I think when it comes to Christ now, like God the Father is one thing. As a father-son relationship, that is a different kind of love. Yeah. The at least how I'm seeing it now, right? At this point in time, is the, the love between me and Christ, or at least from me to Christ, right? Is like he loved me enough to save me. Right? Like he's like he, yeah. I need to saved, but like my love for him is like a, it's not a father relationship. It's not like a an infatuation. I have, like it's not like a, a husband and wife love. It's like a, like, like thank you, it's I'm going gratitude. to serve you and bow down to you, yeah. like. You have my utmost respect, like I, it'd be like saying like S- someone saved me from drowning. I love that man, cause that man saved me. It's a different kind. Of, it's just a, a different thing. Like, and I, I think that's conflated a lot. Okay, maybe that's not the right word, but it's just confused a lot. People just don't. People hear that and they know like oh yeah, there's uh, oh the agape love, but like no one really under no one really takes time to try and figure it out or. Yeah or really divides up to see because there's three different per- part, persons of the of, of god and so the three different parts interact with us in different ways uh and i think each part has a different kind of a different kind of love with it yeah but I, 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 i'm just taught, I, i'm playing with that idea in my mind and am not, not for sure but that's how i'm seeing it right now
0: i know it's like there's the filial love which is that brotherly love there's agape, yeah. which is, like, unconditional, unbreakable, unshakable love from God alone, really. Yes. <laughs> that unconditional love that, like, we are pretty much unable to reciprocate <laughs> because we aren't him. And there's eros. I, I forget, like, the names and what they mean, but, yeah, it's like... We, I, don't, I don't know mother. There was another interesting... I listened to a sermon talk about the create... So in English, we like to just make one word. And then in Greek, there's like six words for stuff. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But the
0: word create is, has become interchangeable. But really, there's two forms of create. There's creation that only God can do. Right? Like creating something out of nothing. Yeah. There's one. There's a one-way exchange. There is one person who can create that. And that's God. But we, there's a different type of create we can do. God can also do it but we can like create something out of something. Like we can create something else out of what exists.
1: Yeah, we, you I can't create always say anything
0: new, we, right? But that word create, create becomes create. Conf- like, like like you said, like interchangeable and yeah. almost to the point where people can start believing like, oh, I'm just, I'm on equal footing as God because I can create. I created a work of art. Look how great I am. And it's like, well, no, you took colors and arranged them. <laughs> yeah you yeah. made a work of art but it's a different form of create than like the god who created colors it's a recreation <laughs> who created you who brought you into existence who you know what i mean it's, a, it's on such a different level but in english we tend to just like make one stupid word that applies to all these different meanings and yeah that point yeah, about I love is a good that, one.
1: How, how, i have no idea how that happened it's it's so silly we're just lazy. I'm, also, I'm, also, I'm <laughs> up other words. We're
0: lazy and stupid and dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're not perfect. Like things. that's at
0: the end of the day, like we're not perfect, so we mess up, you know. That's definitely
1: why I use the generations later.
0: We just continue on messing up and being lazy, and but we get course There's corrected, like that. and we learn, you know. Yeah.
1: And yeah,
0: those who seek a... shall find, anyways. So those who seek, anyways, will surely find in some way at some time.
1: Yeah, I can stuff in one more thing where people right, that old good old KJV people don't like <laughs> reading it because they think it's hard because there's a word that says ye, a word that says thee and thou, and yeah. like geteth.
0: Me, like, I'm pointing to me right now. You can't see it. Okay. Well, here's, here's <laughs> I am. I am He's he. Like, I am the guy. Who... <laughs> people are saying like, oh, that's
1: archaic. That's not used anymore. Oh, there's a good chance that the moderate, the average person, walking in the street in 1611, when the King James was finished being translated, probably didn't use those on a continual basis either. The reasons they're in there because they are the, they are the English words for things that we don't use anymore. So, um, the word "ye" is a plural of of for you. So we use the word "you" for a lot of things, like like we do with love. Um, You could be you individually. It could be you as a bunch of people um
0: that's why you get come, whereas come down to the south and use y'all bro y'all yeah that's that's the way around
1: it. the word y'all, in y'all. y'all um or
0: yeah you
1: can use, use that's that's guys that's a good way to do that it's like we have to like we're making up slang because we're not using these other words that already existed yeah. um but like ye is the plural as a plural of you you is I think I'm making I'm, I'm this backwards. I had to, to read my Bible. And I'm reading the Bible it makes sense because it's all in context. But um, like, "thee" and "thou" is a single person. "Ye" and "you" are multiple people. And so there's there's this, there's a, there's, a, there's a verse in the Bible where a version that does not use these words or specifically make it obvious is going to be confusing. Where it talks about it's like I think it's Jesus talking to somebody. Maybe it's Zacchaeus, um, or it could be somebody else. But it's talking about like. They're talking, and Christ is talking to the guys like, uh, you know, and thou such and such such and such, and then it goes on, and then he says something. He says, and ye, such and such, and you so and so so and so. And a version doesn't have this differentiation between types of you. It's it gets confusing. Like who is he talking to? The fir- in the King James is obvious. That the first time he's talking, he's talking to that one guy. And the second time he's talking to the entire crowd around him. Because there's yeah. the the and the, and the and the ye. Or the, it could be also be you, but the and the, the, and the ye. Where another, a, a version does not use those. You don't really don't know who he's talking to when he's talking to somebody. And like He's talking to that one guy at first, because it's kind of obvious with the, with the context. But he says you again. Is he still talking to that one guy? Or is he talking about everybody yeah. else? Because there's really no way to know that. Outside of having that differentiation in the versions of you that, exi- that used to exist. That we don't use, or they still exist, we still don't use them anymore. Um so maybe we maybe we should make a translation of the Bible with with y'all. My my help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the y'all version. Uh, but no, y'all. like that's what, that's one of the reasons why I use the King James, because like King, it's not, King
0: it's not Jimmy often. <laughs> King, Jimmy, King
1: Jimmy. It's like a, a
0: southern version of
1: that. <laughs> yeah. But there's there's context that is, is gleamed is, is gained from having the y's and the these in there that you know like the greek and the hebrew have other words for these those things and we have one word for them now uh we and so they purposely put in there you know, does that mean that everyone's walking around specifically saying these and these was 1611 probably not but it was important for the context in their opinion in the, in the translators yeah. opinions and i think i think it, i think it helps a lot uh in some in certain situations um like in that one situation that I don't have a specific verse for because I can't remember where it is, so <laughs> take my word for it. Yeah.
0: No, I know. Yeah, I've heard the all the really good arguments about the King James version, but I still—it's just—it's just so confusing.
1: Once you once you break it, once you break, it, it's just once so you break the once you break it, man, once you break it. Yeah, you, you
0: gotta it. push through.
1: I use it's NASB,
0: so, so which supposedly is like—it's like. I've heard of um, that. It's like I think what you were saying earlier, it's like it's the most true form translation like the King James is, but it's just easier to read and understand. i I've never, I've never it's read supposed that. to be like the, the closest to King James true, authentic, non grabbled translation, but also like easy to understand, not taking too many liberties and stuff. But I it's still it's reasons. still different. You know, it still just is a deviation in and of itself. So yeah. it's like so there better. are several
1: reasons why I use the King James though i like these and these I, I like how it sounds i like i like how the yeah. everything just flows so interestingly it, it, it's just i like it i like how i like how i like, how it, I like it that's it fair amount. but um if i didn't like that so much i would use a bible that translates the new testament out of the texas receptus um and i don't know if the NASB does that um a lot of new bibles intermix um what's called the septuagint into the bible which has some problems with it and which we don't have to get into but if if you're if you're interested or if your listeners are interested uh do look into that and hear both sides of the argument because um one side is very much like texas septus is important we should only be using this there's 5,000 manuscripts that exist when they cross pawn cross-reference each other they agree and then the Septuagint when it there's like 40 of these manuscripts from from uh came out of Egypt and often whenever they cross in referencing they disagree with each other and so there's problems here um and so the Texas Receptus crowd is all is very much like it needs to be Texas Receptus because there's a plethora thousands and thousands of manuscripts that agree with each other and they they started in Antioch allegedly um, but then you had the other people who are, that don't think it's important to just stick the Textus receptus. And in my opinion, that argument is much weaker. Um, so
0: yeah, so it is. Do uh, I think when you're saying, I think
1: people have to use the James <clears throat> to be saved. Hell no. Like it's just that's stupid. Like I think anyone can use whatever they want. Um, I just think that the Texas, Texas receptus is important. And there are versions that use Texas receptus exclusively. But are newer so there's like the the king james 2016 edition uh that is like they took the king james and they did some they, they updated some of the words like the word nation stuff like that to make it more obvious to people today and there's another one called the uk jv which is the updated king james version and what this person did they wrote a, they actually wrote a program to go through the king james bible and do it programmatically and so we're like ye's where, where the where the you is supposed to be plural they put you all and where single they put y'all, you. so you I had that simplify that context. to y'all. <laughs> you y'all, yeah. sure <laughs> word that annoys um,
0: me as a Southerner that they don't use y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I make the y'all Bible, the you YKJV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there are other options out there. The best is um, all
0: y'all because it's all you all. Y'all.
1: Y'all. <laughs> so many people. Man. So many people. Um, so yeah, while I use the King James, um, I use it because of the text receptus, not because it is the King James Bible. I used it
0: because I like it. Yeah, no, that's yeah. And I, I looked it up because that did sound familiar. I was just, I've never heard Textus Receptus, but I know the concept. And yeah, the NASB that I use is that, what you're talking oh, about. that's cool. Thank and so that. it's the same thing. So it's like it's like a more just understandable for American translation, but still staying true to that. And I guess the Geneva Bible is also one?
1: Geneva Bible, yes. The I don't Geneva know Bible much about that translation. The, but, Bible. the Geneva yeah. Bible helped... Uh, when the people were translating the King James, they had the Geneva Bible with them because it already existed, okay, yeah. and it also uses the Texas Receptus, which is the the thousands of manuscripts that came out of Antioch at some point. Um, yes, that is. A good, I like that one actually. It sounds cool. The it's, well, the words are written differently. That's like really old. <laughs> yeah, like, even, there's, there's even
0: crazier than.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no there's no what is it, there's no V in that Bible. So, like, where there's supposed to be a V, it's a U. Or vice versa. I think it's no use. I don't know. It's wild. It's it's it sounds good. I like it too. Um, I use it to see like if I have a version of the King James, I'll look at other other translations and see like what they use. Um, so I look at the UKJV to see like what does the newer Bible translate that that I quote unquote trust, and what does an older Bible in the King James that I quote unquote trust say? And they're all they're all the same. Like they'll say the same thing. They say it a little differently sometimes. or are different language because it's older or newer.
0: Uh, yeah. Some can do I, to I didn't know point about the NASB. Where... Some some can, you gotta be careful though, because some I'm I'm too, I can be a little universalist in that where I'm like, eh, it's all the same message, right? And the Holy Spirit will well, teach you and guide yeah. you and correct you, right?
1: Unfortunately. But there also
0: are some that go a little too far and are a little too crazy and omit some stuff that they shouldn't omit, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I think if a person so that sticks to it Bible, you gotta ha- you gotta use discernment, to <laughs> you, just, yeah. day, you gotta use healthy healthy discernment, you gotta let the spirit guide you, right? Yeah, totally, um, and not be led too far astray. There are some translations that, yikes, you know. <laughs> please, please do something else. Please read something else. But uh, yeah. man, dude, this oh. was great, and I have so many more questions and topics I want to get into. <laughs> so I'm definitely care. gonna have to have you back on soon, and we can dive please, deeper. No, we can dive like deeper now, like after like a little intro first episode. We can get a little heavier on the second.
1: Yeah. Last point: If anyone wants to look into Texas oh, yeah. Receptus Bibles, go to texasreceptusbibles.com. dot That exists.
0: <laughs> cool. Not the. They say that person actually no. had the five hundred dollars to buy. <laughs> yeah, he did. The not the version. I know. That was a pain. Oh, well, I'm the. Or thou, thou, thou. Texas Receptus. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right up, brother. Yeah, well, before we go, please, just everything you're doing, please let my followers and listeners and viewers know where they can find you. The, uh, the fellowship program, the link tree, website, social media, all this stuff.
1: Yeah, so Instagram's the, the main place where most people know me. It's just at Stoic Christian. Um, I also have a Gap account, which is at Stoic Christian. The Gab account is just a, yeah. repot, uh, a repost of the Telegram stuff. So if you like Telegram, a Telegram channel that you can join as well. But that is all those links are inside of the Linktree, which is Linktree or whatever Linktree spelled. Yeah, it's L I N G O
0: Linktree
1: is. I wanted to say it, but I don't know how I'm supposed to say that. Yeah, it's always annoying. linktree slash Stoic Christian. And as much as links in there, I don't think I have Instagram in there but uh, everything else is in there and you can find um the fellowship there and i have some merch stuff that i don't really push because i just i can't make merch I'm terrible at it <laughs> but there's <laughs> stuff there if you, if you like the logo and you want to buy a shirt there you go there's a shirt there yeah. that made like a dollar it's a slick like logo <laughs> I, I got lucky on that one i don't know how that came out of my, out of my head there but it did uh, but yeah those are the places um link trees where, where it's at instagram just go to instagram go to my instagram page and you can get click the link in the bio everything's in there that you want to see um even the sub in there too uh, so if you want if you want to get deeper on topics i post on instagram hit up Substack. that's where you'll find that information um uh, that's pretty much it it's awesome man
0: yeah thank dude thanks you thanks so much for dropping by the stream uh,
1: this was awesome and yeah we'll definitely have you back on soon sounds good i can't wait